welcome to this edition of Hindsight is Horrifying, the show where two mostly normal and somewhat cynical adults discuss life as members of the TV generation. Now, here are your hosts, Darth Jader and Jason Mitchell. Here's my first question. How did you get him to call us normal? Did you pay him? Yeah. Oh, okay. Yeah. That makes total sense now. No, that, the, uh, I've yeah. always wondered. No, no, I, I, I paid him. I gave him a script and told him what to, uh, what to say. <laughs> Good to know. Hello, 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 everybody. Hi, guys. And welcome back to week two of... I'm not going to do the quarantine thing this time. <laughs> No, I was about to say, that probably took a lot of effort <laughs> that, that on... That was uh, a really big mistake on, on my part. <laughs> it was really funny. Uh, you guys, uh, some of you have seen it, uh, but there's a woman screaming with a graphic every time we say the word quarantine. And I'm sure that took more effort than Jason really I, wanted to put into the about, show. About ever. halfway into it, I realized that I had made a huge mistake. I've made Because I was, I was committed mistake. to it, and <laughs> yeah, that was a mistake. Yep. Uh, mistake yeah. <laughs> for anybody who likes scrubs. But um, yeah, so welcome to week two of quarantine special episodes yes. where um, we once again have asked Mr. B to stay home because... We don't know where he's been, but he's calling in. Say hi, Mr. B. Hi, Mr. B. <laughs> I'll call you but a that's cab what you later. you told me to say. Yes, it is. <laughs> I'll call you a cab later. You're a cab. But, um, yeah, so welcome back to, we, yeah, that's how a severe quarantine yeah. is affecting all of us, this really. Is- and, this, is, um, this is how it, this is how we devolve into yeah, uh, into the Mad Max we're drink- world. <laughs> this is this we're is drinking step one. Uh, prosecco out of coffee mugs. Yes, it's it's that desperate. Je- everyone's dead. Yeah, because <laughs> I I I found uh, uh, I found a dead body. There was a skeleton, and his arms were around a crate of uh, prosecco. Oh, so uh, I looted it. So someone uh, pulled that prank on you because you've always said that when you move out of your current home mm-hmm. that you're going to leave. A fake a skeleton, skeleton yeah. and uh, well, well, not necessarily are... <laughs> a fake skeleton. <laughs> okay, yeah. well, you're gonna leave a skeleton, uh, regardless of its nature. Real, in real your ones are expensive. Attic though. or basement or something, and yeah. just let the new owners discover it. So that's what you found, but at least yours had yeah. prosecco wrapped yeah. around its little bony arms. So that's good. So we. Uh, so this is where we're at. This is where we're at, <laughs> and uh, you know uh, we are doing a movie like we do every week, more or less. Wait, we're doing a movie? Yeah. Well, I was th- supposed this, to watch a movie. Yeah. Well. Oh, well. Shit. Yeah. Go ahead and yeah, laugh it up because. Uh, <laughs> So, hey don't, so uh, we're going to be fighting this episode, yeah. listeners. We're going to be fighting a lot. So we're watching. Um, Robin Hood, Prince of Thieves, before Jason can uh, ruin that. Yeah, it really made me want to watch Men in Tights, because it's, <laughs> that's so much of a better movie. Hey, I, well... <laughs> it, it, is, am I wrong? No, in, in fact, when when uh, when Jade mentioned Robin Hood, I was like, oh, I like Robin Hood, and I was either thinking of Errol Flynn or, or Robin Hood, Men in Tights. I had forgotten about this one, and then once I watched it, she lost me as an ally in, in supporting this. <laughs> I this sure did. Creamy, dreamy, horrible movie. Yeah. Oh come! All right, if we're gonna start fighting, of course you would remember the Errol Flynn version, Mister Brown. Let's. Well, start. I was young when it came <laughs> out. I was a child, but it was wonderful. Okay. I saw it in the theater. Anyway, uh, yeah, so listeners, this is the first, or Hindsiders, this is the first episode that I've gotten to choose all season? I think so, yeah. Yeah, I haven't really chosen a movie. Well, no, you chose Shaun of the Dead, didn't you? I suggested it. Oh, yeah, yeah. that's right. I suggested yeah. it for a quarantine movie because yeah. nothing is sacred in my world. But uh, with this one, I d- with 
Prince of Thieves, I chose it because it is a childhood favorite. It remains a childhood favorite. I'll come back it, well, to that. It was a huge movie. It was a hugely successful movie. Yeah, you know, back when Kevin Costner ran the world. Yeah, that was And a Christian long... Slater. Before he was before Slater. Before Slater, yeah. Before it was a mononym. See, it's and so funny because Christian Slater is doing the Shatner thing. He is. He's getting in front of it, whereas Kevin Costner... Did not. He still thinks he's Kevin Costner. Yeah, that's unfortunate. And if you gentlemen think that I did not hit up Christian Slater on Twitter to try and get him involved in this this episode, this scenario, no, you're wrong. I totally hit up Christian Slater and got zero responses. <laughs> exactly. Yeah. yeah. Crickets. Yeah. Well, you know, it, it is, it, it comes from a time uh, when Kevin Costner was still, you know, the sort of actor who could command a big budget uh, before he, was this before or after Waterworld? Oh, this I didn't was before. Even, it had to have been no because, because Waterworld uh, destroyed his well. Universe. Waterworld's a better movie. It is it. it Water Waterworld isn't nearly as bad as people at me ho. Yeah. <laughs> Here's the thing about Waterworld. Waterworld oh failed, and actually, and it was it was the next movie. the The guy who directed Robin Hood, Prince of Thieves, directed it. Interestingly enough, Peter Boyle, not the actor, but the the editor. Okay. Who was literally locked out of the editing booth by, I think, Kevin Costner and maybe the director. What? Yeah, but they still had to put his name, you know, in the in the credits because right. of the union rules. He came back and he edited Waterworld. <laughs> it's so, I guess they Maybe pa- that's they why they locked up. him out in the first place. <laughs> uh, he got a hold of Waterworld and it's kind of uh, Burt Reynolds. That's where he lost all yeah. the fans. Well, so. mm. you know, the the... Uh, the problem with Waterworld, and I know that's not what we're talking about, but I'm trying to change the subject, <laughs> is that it failed because everyone heard it was the most expensive movie ever made, which is true. At the time it was. At the yeah. time it was, but not for any reasons that had anything to do with making the movie. Right. Like Kevin Costner wasn't, it wasn't even a Burt Reynolds situation where you get Smokey and the Bandit and Burt Reynolds earns a quarter of the movie budget. No, no, they built, it wasn't anything like that. You're they, right. They built the set for Waterworld, this hugely expensive set. Yeah. Uh, very ambitious. And then a, uh, I think it was a typhoon. Uh, it was a natural disaster yeah, of some sort. Destroyed yes. it. Yeah. And they had enough, they had so much money already tied up into it that the only choice was to keep keep plugging going. forward yeah and so mm-hmm. it ended up being like it cost just a ridiculous amount of money to make and then of course because of that people were expecting something that it was really never intended to be they were expecting like braveheart or yeah, well something they were expecting cleopatra level. or the ten commandments oh, okay you know? yeah, yeah. Or, or yeah ben her yeah. or something yeah. on that level yeah but uh no that's not what happened and so anyway carrie always <laughs> my i'm sorry you mean my personal friend carrie yes uh, i wish he was in this movie <laughs> well okay here's a funny story about uh men in tights versus prince of thieves is that when they were making men in tights they played with the idea of inviting kevin costner to be a part of the film and There's ultimate, no way he was ultimately at the time he was too expensive so that's why mel brooks didn't have him on but yeah, of course, hindsighters, as you well know, my as I will repeat so many times until I die, my good friend Carrie does have that famous line in Men in Tights of, unlike other Robin Hoods, I can speak with an English accent. Well, he was offered the role in this movie. He was. And uh, he turned it down because it Because was... he didn't want... Because the reason why he was in The Princess Bride is because he has that Errol Flynn yeah, type yeah. of look. And he kind of 
tried to fight the typecasting yeah, and big, it, big mistake don't Carrie. fight typecasting that's well, the lesson well guys. and and uh, i'll Al- text carrie and let him know yeah and, and and you know alan rickman who is the best thing in the entire movie and i think we can oh, come on you're telling me alan rickman's not the best thing in the movie he's the best thing in the movie but he's i know i just see where you're going though and you I'm mean just... you mean how he he actually he thought the script was so bad that he actually got two of his friends who were comic writers to write additional dialogue that I don't want to snuck, talk about that. Things. He snuck into the movie to make it better. I'm gonna fight you all all, all evening. I think that'll make this a better episode. So it's blinking. I, it is blink. But, but you can't you can't compare the source when we don't have the parody. So all right, whatever. Um, before we get too off track, hindsighters, let's go with the synopsis while Jason's laughing his ass off. So, okay, real quick. Okay, here, no, go, go. All right, here we go. So we've got nobleman crusader Robin of Loxley, Kevin Costner, breaks out of a Jerusalem prison with the help of Moorish fellow prisoner band Azim. Name. <laughs> Jerusalem prison. I like that. Let's start a band called Jerusalem Prison. Uh, fellow prisoner Azim, Morgan Freeman, and travels back home to England. But upon arrival, he discovers his dead father in the ruins of his family estate, killed by the vicious sheriff of Mot- Nottingham, Alan Rickman. You almost uh, said Nottingham, didn't I you? I almost did. <laughs> <laughs> Damn it! But, uh, yeah, then Robin and Azim join forces with outlaws uh, with Little John, Nick Bramble, and Will Scarlet, Slater, and save the kingdom from the sheriff's villainy, uh, including Prince John, who's not in this he's, movie yeah, in any way, not, shape, or not, form. Which I... I didn't really, and I guess it's been a while since I've seen it, but because watching it again for the first time, I'm like, okay, well, what is the actual story? And it really did get me that there's no Prince John. There, no, because they they chose to run with the sheriff, and the sheriff was one of the people, you know, <laughs> vying for Prince John to have power when King Richard <laughs> went off to the Crusades. Sorry, it's playing in the studio, and it's the part where it says the, it shows the cliffs of Dover, and it says four months later, and I laughed so <laughs> hard months because I just because it really is like you expect to see Kevin Costner swimming up <laughs> the beach because of Waterworld. Oh wait, that happened after <laughs> we already determined that. But uh, one of the things that this movie Look starts at that off mullet. with that's a hell of a mullet. That is a king-size mullet right there. Uh, and Jason, you know the difference between regular size and king-size because my dog, Millie, she's a king German shepherd. Yes, and that candy is Candy bar, king-size candy bar. Yeah, and that's Same a, logic. That, that, is, that is a king-size mullet <laughs> right a there. a king-size mullet. But the movie does start out, and you, I guess you took it seriously. He's now, wait a minute, he's now eating... He's eating sand crabs, right? Yes. Yeah. <laughs> uh, so yeah. Kevin Costner gets home. Uh, a boat brings him to shore, and he's just happy to be back in England. Apparently, a boat took him. Okay, so like some guys that are in, in a little boat rowed him from Jerusalem. And then it's he, a legend to begin with. <laughs> my he, God. But then he tells a chew to get back on the boat. And, and go home like oh okay ten thousand miles I've is been, what they quote it's like yeah. dude I've been in it's been four months you know and I just wh- got here I can't even pee <laughs> and what does Morgan Freeman <laughs> says like don't like don't expect me to go back especially when you get somebody to attack me who attacks downwind and stinks of garlic so there's that and I don't see how Morgan Freeman's phoning it in I think he does a fantastic job in this movie I I I I I, I, I don't I think Morgan Freeman just got a paycheck and did a movie oh i don't i don't like you because he no you're wrong um so anyway what what happens is what happens is when the entire ensemble doesn't seem to care that much or has a cavalier attitude 
it bleeds over into every one of the performers. Yeah, that makes and, sense. And, and Kevin, Kevin Costner is, is, you know, is the anchor, is the lead, is the linchpin here. And he just can't get his accent right. It's all over the place. You know, he just well, looks like some spoiled brat. And he doesn't look like some guy who's returned from years of combat. He's no. just smooth well, and, and, and supple. I mean, yeah, give some credit to the Russell Crowe Robin Hood, which I really didn't like. But I didn't even see that one. But it at just, least Russell Crowe kind of came across as like a dude who'd been an English dude who'd been at war for years and came home like, you know, I'm going to do some fighting around the world. I guess. Punching people. Because I I will give this to you, gentlemen. That's fair that Christian Slater and Kevin Costner are the least English characters in this entire movie about England. That's what's amazing. Christian, I love you. Christian Slater actually, as bad as Costner is, every time Christian Slater speaks... It's worse. Because he's, he's trying an English accent. You can hear that he's making an attempt at yeah. it. Fuck and me. Yeah, yeah cool he cleared boy. it. Cool boy, mate. I'm from England. Still trying to play Lord of the Manor. Like, it just, it, yeah. yeah, it's not great. But, uh, Christian, once well, again, I love you. Well, he shouldn't have gotten Dick Van Dyke to give him, you know, uh, lessons. Cockney how to, accent how to do lessons. Accent. Yeah. <laughs> but, uh, yeah, what's what kills me is that later in the movie, Kevin Costner does implement an English accent. Yeah. Yeah, because he's he's got his little robe on and it's when they're trying to trick the sheriff and save all of their people and he's like oh I'm sorry sir I'm always falling and it actually sounds okay it's it's not the worst English accent I've ever heard but they don't get him to do that for no. the movie well and to be fair I mean they throw that's like even with Sean Connery in the end you know oh all, no I touched my nose again uh, you're we're gonna, gonna die, die. Yeah. <laughs> you know all of, a, all of a sudden Richard the Lionheart is from Scotland <laughs> well um like, wasn't he uh, French not French no well, in uh <laughs> Aquitaine or wherever no he, yeah. <laughs> sorry no I'm laughing too hard in uh uh what's the movie Highlander, yeah. he's Egyptian. He's Egyptian. That's it. Well, he actually had just finished. You know, this was a this was a great point in his career. Oh yeah, for two days worth of work for this movie for Robin Hood, Prince of Thieves, he made two hundred and fifty thousand dollars. But to be fair, he, he do- made a million. Well, he donated or- all the money though. Oh, did he? Yeah, I didn't. He got, uh, yeah, I didn't see yeah, that. Yeah, he got paid notes. a quarter of a million bucks to do the literally two days. No, it wasn't even two full days of work. That's crazy. You know? But he uh, he donated the money uh, to charity. Oh, well, good for him. Yeah. Okay. She's a stripper, I know. Charity. <laughs> <laughs> Give it up for your dancer. <laughs> but okay, he, he spent the money. He spent the money to buy a vocal coach for Kevin Costner for his next film. <laughs> money not well spent. No, because <laughs> no. in what. I think Kevin Costner should have done like a Japanese movie next. Hi, I'm Japanese. <laughs> like Joey on Friends. Yeah. Like, lip balm. Like it you don't it, you just need them to dub over you. That's all you need. So uh so Mr. Brown, uh you're synced up with us this week, so we're at the point where Wolf is climbing the tree to get away from the uh wolf hounds, ironically enough. Are you oh, seeing yes, the same I'm thing? I'm watching that. I'm seeing the exact same thing. And Wonderful. So okay. I, I'm gonna stick up for Kevin Costner. He does make a good noble Robin Hood. He who, he comes. Who plays Guy? Uh, Guy Gisborne. Yeah. That would be uh, the I, amazing I, 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 Michael I could, Wincott. Okay, what else do I know him from? Everything. He's he's a famous character. Was actor. he in The Crow? Uh, uh, not. 
I don't know about The Crow, but he was in so many other movies. Like, um, he's been a voiceover actor. He's been in so many things. Because he's good. He's talented. No, like he's him. fantastic. Yeah. He's he's the other thing that I guess he's, the two of you liked about He's no Alan. I mean, Alan Rickman is just so... Alan Rickman's God amazing in this Alan movie. Rickman. My God. But, it's, but the thing with Alan Rickman is that when you watch particularly the end, the dramatic climax, it feels Crazy. like it's a comedy. No, it doesn't. The whole, yes. the whole thing with the wedding. Well, it doesn't feel like that to me at all. <laughs> He's like cracking jokes. Like they're doing bits with the whole like, you know, mm-hmm, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. yes, yes, yes. Yeah. Get it over with. I, un- <laughs> you know? I understand all that where it's like, because he does have that point where he he's raping the maid Marion, essentially. And he, does a, he does a comic thing where he spreads her legs Which, apart. Yeah, where <laughs> I can't. Yeah, yes. <laughs> which to me okay so gentlemen i'm just gonna make you feel old for a quick second i would have seen this movie when i was about 11 or 12 years when old did it, when did it come out 1991 so it was the same year as terminator 2 I yes know, I, I read that so that being said i took this movie so seriously wait, when i 91 it. it came out in 91 i didn't see it until i was about 12 though. oh oh it was like wait what no yeah because i saw it i think i saw this in the theater you I'm, probably did. I'm pretty sure I saw this in the... Th- this is the sort of movie my dad would have gone, okay, let's go see a Robin Hood movie. Yeah, why not? Because it's yeah. action. It's he would have cool. gone, hey, it's the guy from Dances with Wolves. I really like that movie. Yeah, my, I mean, my dad would have <laughs> had the same logic. Uh, I the, the first time I remember seeing this movie, actually, my family and I run vacation in Florida. Uh, vacation, for those of you who will be born nine months from now, uh, the Coronitas... Uh, vacation is this thing that we used to do in the where, long, long ago, uh, in the long, long ago times where we went to other cities and other states and even other countries. By the way, just to, Adam, just... I, I told my I told my kid what you told your, your daughter. about. Oh, no, there, 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 won't, there won't be any concerts anymore. <laughs> that's that's I, I'm, I swear that's the most awesome <laughs> Y'all are terrible people. Your See, friends are dead. It's a new, They're all it's dead. It's a new world now, children. It's a new world. That's from the past. No, uh, I, I, saw, I... I saw a thing on uh, <laughs> on Twitter. Somebody posted a picture. It was next year's school pictures, and it was a picture. Oh, no. It was a picture of the little kid from the Road Warrior. <laughs> <laughs> No, see, uh, I've I've gotten so bored in my quarantine. Uh, oh, that we were talking about this before we even got on uh, film and on audio, Jason. Uh, but I got I've gotten so insane with my quarantine. I had a stage nightmare about much ado about nothing, Adam. That's scary. Yeah, because that wow. was about a year ago it's at this a, point. Almost a year ago. Yeah. Yeah. So uh, maybe that's what it is. It's just cyclical. But I had a dream that you and Jason were putting the show on again, and you didn't tell me about it. But I was still Beatrice. So you were like, "Hey." We're putting the show on, and I was like, damn it, I don't remember any of my lines, and I freaked out. So I hate, yeah. I hate dreams like that. Oh, it was so stressful. I hated it. But um, I'm also helping to contribute to torturing Adam's children, because I sent him a great dad joke. Uh, I've got it pulled up if you don't, Adam. You may have to, because you know me. I, I, I haven't checked things so Gotcha. So, uh, I lately. But I, I want to say right now, just yeah, really quickly, you know, you're watching these, this old English film where people are walking through, you know, the, the, the castles and so on. Yes. And you can just imagine how those castles smelled, right? Because they didn't oh, bathe yeah. regularly. Actually, I can't, Adam. Well, That's just really well, insensitive of you. Uh, it, it is, but I'll tell you, I 
can tell exactly how they smell right now because I have not bathed in four days, and no. I just um, I nice. smell like an English nobleman That's right now. I, I I hear you, man. Yeah. Whenever it's like, I, I go to my, I go to my closet in the morning, and it's. I just go, well, I wore that shirt yesterday. I'll wear this shirt today. Oh, them boys of mine. And then I'll just, then the next day I forget which one I wore yesterday and I end up wearing the same shirt. And and the other day I actually, I woke up. No, and I I swear I wasn't drunk. Okay. I woke up and I was wearing my pajama pants and the shirt, and and the shirt that I had worn to work. (laughs) And I'm like, wait, did I not? Take my shirt off. <laughs> uh, I, uh, oh, I'm so glad that war never changes. First of all, I'm really glad that Mr. Brown's not in the room because if you're having trouble <laughs> dressing too, I'm glad we're across the table from each other. So, well, social you know, distancing, yeah. hindsighters, it's so important. Yeah, social distancing. Darth showered yeah. today just to you know clear that up. Darth I think has I did. been showering. I'm pretty sure I showered today. Oh my god. Um. Anyway, when, when the, you have a kid doing school from home, all of that stuff blurs into nothing because the morning is now misery. <laughs> I'm blissfully unaware of this. Oh, and this is something that we said we were going to ask Adam about. So, Adam, um, is the dynamic different at home when you have one child versus having two children? Well, how would I know what it's like with one child? Because I have two months. Uh, children Didn't you start off I with have... one? Isn't that how it works? <laughs> yeah, but that was that oh, was an well, that's it, an eon ago. <laughs> that was that was when we could leave the house and and life was good. Uh, well, we used the to thing go is, to is, we had our, <laughs> we had our children so so close together that my when we had our son, my daughter was just barely walking. Irish twins. That makes sense. Yes, it, it was so close that if I had waited until my daughter was walking before starting my second child, there would not have been a second child. Yeah, that's, that's for, yeah. Oh, yeah. yeah. I really hope your wife doesn't pay attention to the show. She, <laughs> I, no, come on, she probably agrees with him on that one. <laughs> She's the one that told me that. Yeah. <laughs> oh, God. That's why my house is David country and it's staying that way. <laughs> <laughs> you made sure of that, didn't yeah. you, Mr. Mitchell? No, that, that, that was that was a done deal. You assured you know. that. Um, it's sort of it's sort of like you know, uh, for those of you without children but who do have dogs, you know how you get a puppy, and for like you know two or three months you're kind of miserable, but then all of a sudden the puppy kind of you know it loses its milk teeth and it becomes a dog and it's cool. That two or three month period for a baby is about seven years. Oh God. <laughs> oh, see, uh, hindsighters once again, why Darth does not want to become a mother I th- ever. I, I think my kid became tolerable at about six. <laughs> and your kid is surprisingly tolerable. Like, yeah, oh, no, and I've great. met Adam's children. They're both tolerable. Yeah, no, 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 he's well. great. No, like, I mean, I wasn't, I wasn't sold on him for the first few years, but now I'm totally into him. <laughs> now, that, now that you've realized there's no getting rid of that little bastard, yeah, he's sticking around. If anyone knows, Wait, now, now hold that thought, Jason, until he's 13. Oh no, because something no. weird happens, and then you're ready to get rid of him well, again. Well, okay. To be fair, though, Mr. Brown, uh, your oldest child is a girl, so that's not really fair comparison because. Jason's got David, and you've got uh, your two children of different genders. I'll keep their uh, identities a secret. But I, yeah. I, I have a friend of mine who, because um, he, all of his friends have sons, 
you know, and he, you know, how did this happen to you? How are you swimming in this lake? No, and the, but he, he, he finds out that his wife is pregnant and he's going to have a little girl and he gets all of his friends together <laughs> and he's like, I know this story. You can say, just, yeah. Um, he was very upset. He was very stressed out and I'm like, dude, why are you so stressed out? And he's like, we're going to probably have to cut this part out. But no, you've, you yeah. said it on 10 things when you were hammered. So, oh, that, you know, he's only got, you know, all of you have only got one, you know, all of them are coming at her, and he's only well, got it, the one girl. Yeah, it was yeah. phrased more like, all of you parents of boys only have one Richard to worry about. I've <laughs> got to worry about everyone in the whole goddamn world. <laughs> yep, you've, you've, you've actually said this story. I know you don't remember it, but you did. No. Um, yeah. No, but so. when he turns 13, I'm planning on, I have a whole series of plans in place, and we've, we've talked about a few of those. <laughs> Including the teachers and stuff, so we're not going to go back into that. Um, no, I was talking about flying him to uh, Amsterdam. I told you that one, right? <laughs> you told me you haven't told Adam. So oh, I I, oh. No, I don't think you've told Adam this story. No, it's my plan for, you know, the first time he ever gets his heart broken. And he, you know, because we all remember, yes. you know, that horrible, horrible feeling. That was the girl. I, I loved her. And I'm you're like, dude, you're 16. <laughs> you, you're, you're not even smart enough to know how stupid you are. You don't even know how badly a woman is going to break you later in life. Right. It's going to be so much worse. No. And I'm just going to I've already and I've told Elaine this and I've, this is uh. what will happen is, you know, the day he comes home and he's that mopey and I know it's a serious situation, get your passport, we're buying two tickets to Amsterdam, I'm taking you to the red light district and you're going to forget about her. Yep, what's crazy <laughs> is that Elaine agreed to this plan and I love Elaine. She's one of the loveliest ladies I know, but damn she, Elaine. Well, like, okay. no, it, it, you know, we just, we've, we've known too many, you know, too many kids who, who had just horrible reactions and stuff like that. And then like, eventually they realized, Oh, why, why do I even care? <laughs> so we're just short. Oh, Jason, I just want to say, make sure you budget enough time for the visit. And then once you've come up with that budget, double it and double the amount of time. And that's how long it'll take you to pry yourself away from Amsterdam. I think so. That well, happened to me multiple times. Well, but, but, but to be fair though, and I have to say this because I promised Elaine, I said, when I, I, I said, when I drop him off in the red light district, drop I, him off. <laughs> Well, yeah, I'm going to say, you know, come on, y'all take care of them. It's Amsterdam. They're cool. Um, and But I said, I am not going to partake of any of that nonsense myself. That is completely wrong. I'm just going to tell David. Yeah, don't cheat on your wife. No, I, I told, I said, David, when you're finished, I'll be over in that bar smoking all the hash. <laughs> they call it coffee bars. Um, yeah. Uh, as Mr. Brown and I are aware. Thanks, Amsterdam. Because we love uh, Ari Shafir the comedian uh yeah i'm pretty sure coffee is illegal in amsterdam but weed sure as hell is legal <laughs> so great um so, you know who else smoked a lot of hash oh my god the um, saracens i was about to say can we bring it back to the movie please gentlemen uh so we know what the movie's about and uh, this, sorry what <laughs> when she opens the window no more beggars nobody gets to see the king nobody now the not king. no time or the, the wizard. The wizard. We've come for the Holy Grail. Yeah. We've already got one. Oh, oh, okay. Different movie. Got it. So anyway, guys. <laughs> Was anyone surprised in this scene? Was anyone watching going, my maid Marion doesn't look anything like Mary Elizabeth Master Antonio? No, not at all. Um, she looks like a horse-faced old crone. <laughs> damn, horse-faced. That's mean. But um, the years have uh, been kind, is yeah. what Robin tells her. Because, she, yeah, she's not exactly 
pretty. But here's the thing. So now Robin, now that we've talked through, you know, a quarter of the movie, now Robin and Azim, they have left Jerusalem. They're back in England. Azim is light. Sorry, different movie. I hate you so much. So Robin and Azim are back in England, and uh, Robin is... Shut up! Robin and Azim are back in England, and Robin is sworn to protect Maid Marian by his best friend, aka her brother Peter, or who whatever. he fought aside. <laughs> he fought alongside Peter in the freaking Crusades because when the movie starts, it you was said Peter. I'm gonna hit you. I'm, I'm gonna hit you really hard on okay, camera. Okay, okay. <laughs> so Robin's back, and they. I I guess it's just a '90s thing where. They had to have the strong, independent woman thing where Marion doesn't have any male help on her land. Yeah, she's stupid. Her mother lives in England yeah. where uh, she attends court and Marion has no interest in that. Yeah, so she's she, out in the country. She doesn't want to go to a place where she won't get raped because then she'll have to hang out with people who gossip. Yeah, all that <laughs> gossip and oh, <laughs> currying favor. She doesn't yeah. like that. Uh, but, but it's okay because Robin of Loxley... Kevin Costner is going to protect her. And as we know, Englishmen can't shoot for shit. So yeah. it's good that Kevin Costner is looking after her. Yeah. But uh, unfortunately, his friend, his best friend Peter does die in the Crusades uh, when they're breaking out of that uh, Turkish prison. Joey, you ever been to a Turkish prison? <laughs> <laughs> so, uh, that happens in the beginning. But now he's back to protect Marion. But meanwhile, he has become an outlaw because it sure he, is convenient. She's wearing a mask during the fight scene. So oh yeah, she's the strong. Her, that's what I'm getting you around can't to. See her face. But Robin's an outlaw now because he kills a bunch of the sheriff's men because they're they're chasing a little boy and he stops them and kills all of them except for Guy of Gisborne, yeah, which he, is yeah uh, he kills a bunch of them. Michael Wincott, the great character actor yeah. we discussed. And so he's an outlaw now, but meanwhile, since he's sworn to protect Marion, he goes to her house, and she's the one in, like, a ninja outfit yeah, attacking I, people I, with a dagger. Not she, a sword, a dagger. Yeah, so, she, she's in the stuntman outfit. Yeah, she is. And she does kick the shit oh, out of Robin. Oh, right in the gimp. Oh, right <laughs> in the gimp. Right in the cockles. Right, right in the subcockles. <laughs> if, if I had directed the scene, you know, and I, I think if this movie was made today... One thing that would be different is that it would be a lot more violent. Like, well, yeah, because I think, and it's weird because I don't normally say, you know, what this movie needs more violence. I don't. I'm not that kind of guy. Yeah, this you're not movie, a gore person. Yeah, no, that's, that's for sure. But like, I think it would have worked better if they had mm. actually been more violent. Like in the end, when he's fighting, um, um, Alan Rickman, the sheriff, sheriff? nodding yeah, the sheriff. Uh, yeah. Who, gentlemen? What is the sheriff's first name? Did anybody catch that? Bill. Adam. Clay. Joe. <laughs> no, his name Clay. is. <laughs> Don't shoot me, please! Oh God! Oh, but... he was doing a Kevin Costner impression. <laughs> okay. Uh, in all seriousness, it's like uh, in the Princess Bride when you find out that the uh, the six figure man, his name is Tyrone. <laughs> in. Uh, He's actually even billed as the Sheriff of Nottingham, as the character, but his first name is George. George. Yes. George. Ah, okay. George because of when the, Nottingham. When the, uh, when the bishop is marrying... The bishop! <laughs> when the bishop's marrying him and uh, Marion rather illegally and definitely against her will in a lot of ways, he he calls him George. So, Okay. Yeah, this is the Sheriff, George. <laughs> 
So you're welcome. A little yep. bit of trivia y'all there, weren't there, expecting. There you go. Mary, oh, here's trivia. Do you know why Mary Elizabeth Master Antonio is credited as Mary Elizabeth Master Antonio? Why? I heard her. I heard her say this once in an interview. She went to like her first ever audition, <clears throat> and she got the part. But when she was waiting to do the audition, she was filling out the paperwork, and it said full name. And she wasn't thinking, and she just wrote her full all three names. Okay. Think like you know, like at a doctor's office, you know, it says full yeah, name. You write your full name. Thinking it's official. So she wrote yeah. Mary Elizabeth Master Antonio. And oh man. <clears throat> She got the part, and that's what they used, and so she was credited <laughs> under her full name, and that was it. Just think, if if Christian Slater, he could have started his own movement. He could have just written Slater, he and could have. we would have been doing this for thirty years. But no, yeah, he had to be a Christian. But Slater like she for a does while. in her normal day to day life, she never went by Mary Elizabeth. No, <laughs> you know, just Mary or Elizabeth just Mary or, or, yeah. or Liz or whatever. Like yeah. however you go by. But, oh, here's a bit that I can't pass up. There there are a bunch of tiny joke bits, and uh, Adam, I think you're a little bit ahead of us in viewing the movie, but uh, the telescope. <laughs> so, <Yes. laughs> so Kevin, and I like that they fit that into the movie because yeah. it makes sense that Kevin Costner wouldn't know, or Robin Hood wouldn't know what a telescope is. Azim has one, and it's a primitive one, but he's like, oh, look, here are the sheriff's men. Here they come. And Kevin Costner freaks out thinking that they're closer than they are. And he whips out his sword thinking that he's got to fight some people. And no, they're really still like 800 feet away. But yeah, I well, love that. Well, well, Robin Hood has a problem with distances because later on in the movie, when they establish their Ewok village, <laughs> they... They they, oh, they they put all of this effort into making this, like, cool network of, like, stuff in the trees. Yes, they do. And then they put lookouts in the trees who are capable of seeing the bad guys when they're 10 seconds away. Okay, fair enough. I can't I mean, like, that one. the bad guys are like, there's bad guys over there. Yeah. Uh, you guys, you can see them, right? Because they're, like, right there. And I, <laughs> I can make a little bit of fun of this movie because the arrows make a lot more noise than <laughs> arrows. Yeah, arrows are like, like it, yeah. they just, they're really noisy. I'm fine with that. And somebody even yells at one point, "That's the that's the notification arrow." Like they don't say it that way. No, but, but you're like, right. That's, that's the arrow, Robin. Oh my god! And then they're like all standing there, and the dude keeps shooting. He shoots three arrows to alert them, and they're and, and it's I'm just, like, and it's "Dude, even, we're right here." It's not even anyone <laughs> to alert them to either. Yeah. It's Duncan. <laughs> yeah. No, but, but then immediately after that, because he shoots the one, and it's Duncan, and they all gather around Duncan, and he dies. Oh, and, and then the dude shoots three arrows to get yeah. their attention i'm like buddy we buddy we're right here you can just say <laughs> stop it. shooting at us yeah. <laughs> but uh we, we have got to talk about this to, moment too gentlemen because you know you have guy of gisborne the yeah. wonderful michael wincott yeah. who rides up and uh he's he's kind of the sheriff's enforcer he's really more of the sheriff he's the one who yeah. does a lot of the sheriff's duties yeah. but the sheriff's kind yeah because because they basically what they do is they make the sheriff, Prince John, and then yeah, they add and another Gisborne character. Is kind yeah, of the Guy sheriff. of Gisborne becomes the sheriff. Yeah, there's you know? no Prince John in this movie, so even though he's a huge part to the legend, but yeah, Guy of Gisborne rides up because he follows Robin to Maid Marian's property, and he's sworn to protect her, but then he has to run off. Like that, it's a whole part of the setup with the movie where Peter dies, he gets shot in Jerusalem, escaping with Robin from the Turkish prison, mm -hmm. and uh, then 
there's no payoff to it. Like, yeah, no, Robin's got to protect Marion, but then he can't do anything to help well, yeah, her because he's an outlaw. Yeah, because, well, uh, also, too, if Peter hadn't died, would Robin have just said, fuck her? <laughs> well, he wouldn't have had to protect her because when Peter dies, he, he gives uh, uh, Robin yeah, his right. ring and he yeah. says, please look after my sister Marion. And that's, you know, that's Robin's whole sworn duty, especially now that he comes home to England and his dad is dead. His estate is considered forfeit yeah. because the sheriff <clears throat> does frame his dad for being a devil worshiper. And so Loxley lands are forfeit, Which according is, to Duncan. Apparently you just say that and people just. Well, back you know. then. Yeah. Well, there was a whole thing where like, cause like the, the bishop said was in on it too. Cause the like Robin, Robin asked the bishop, he's like, Oh yeah. You know, it was totally worshiping. He the said, devil. I asked your father three times yeah. because his answer vexed me so grievously. Yeah. I yeah. asked him if he worshiped the dark one and like the bishop is in on it too. Yeah. So, uh, it's a whole uh, gentlemen. I have this movie memorized. I'm obsessed with this movie and I love it and I'll never stop loving it. So you can deal with it. Well, it, it is a perfect movie for an 11 year old girl. I'll give you that. Yes. It even has naked Kevin Costner. No, huh? it does not. That's a body double. Oh, that's not his butt? Nope. <laughs> oh. uh, unlike Mel Gibson, one of the many loves of my life, Mel Gibson does his own butt work, from what, I've, from what I understand. Kevin Costner in this movie did not, so that is not naked Kevin Costner. Okay. So, and I'll, I won't lie to you, gents. I was actually more of a Christian Slater girl back in the day. I liked Robin Hood plenty fine. He was, you know, Kevin Costner. Who can debate that? But well, Slater, I was more of a Slater's Christian Slater so girl. dreamy. <laughs> He's got the hair. My yeah. goodness. But yeah. Yeah. I love, I love me some Once Christian again, Slater. for an 11 year old girl, yeah. he'd, be, he'd be very attractive. <laughs> and what, what, movie, what movie turned you on to Christian Slater? This movie, Great actually. Hell. This movie. Oh, really? Yeah, because uh, everything. Think about everything else that he had done before that, like Heather's. I've I've caught up on a lot of Christian Slater's work because he he's. Uh, I want to say he's fifty now, unless I'm you know quoting incorrectly, but I think he's fifty now. And so most of his movies, especially the big blockbusters, they happened before I was really watching movies. For me, so, for me, yeah. it was Tremors. That's my favorite Christian Slater movie. I love that movie. I love Tremors. <laughs> I wish we were watching what? Tremors. Oh no, is that Kevin Bacon? Christian Slater's not in that's Tremors. Kevin, never mind. That's idiot. that's Kevin Bacon. <laughs> Kevin Kevin Bacon and Christian Slater Bacon. are kind of interchangeable. No, they're not. Yeah, they are. not even a little bit. They no, they're not. You're both wrong. Christian, I'll go to Twitter and defend your ass. My God, no, you're not. Uh, they're both awesome people, but well, wait, you what mixed it, up Kevin Bacon with Christian Slater? Well, they're basically the same guy. No, they're not. Well, uh, what movie am I thinking of that I saw? Christian Slater doesn't dance. He does sing in this movie, though. What? What is? What is? Okay, name some more Christian Slater movies. I want to because I know there's one at least that I liked. I'm not digging Red you out Dawn. of this hole. No, that was... He's that not was, in Red Dawn either, you idiot. No, that was Red Dawn. See, you can't talk shit when you don't even know what Christian Slater movies are. <clears throat> well, no, are. Na name, name another Christian Slater movie. Heather's? Tucker, Tucker the Man in His Dream. That was a great movie. Oh, Tuck, my God. Yeah, that was a really good movie. And, uh, wait, who... No, I'm not helping you. You haven't mm -mm. seen Tucker? No, I, it's a great I'm movie. saying I'm not helping you do this. Okay, all right. <laughs> Come on, True Romance. Oh, yeah, yeah, True Romance idiot <laughs> so uh but gentlemen i i have to debate with you right now in what other movie have you heard christian slater sing was he in a vampire movie shut up 
<laughs> but he has a song, so here's what's happening in the movie, because, God, the men won't stay on board with this one. So Robin and Azim wind up in Sherwood Forest because the sheriff's men chase him away from Marion's property. Yes. And they find out, the oh, no. The haunted forest. Yeah, Sherwood's not actually haunted. Uh, and poor Duncan. Uh, oh, what's his name? Walter Sparrow. I loved him so much. He died back in 2000. He was such a great character actor. But Duncan, uh, who had his eyes removed by Guy of Gisborne and the sheriff and his witch looking on. So, like, you've got Azim, Robin, Latrine. and... What? Latrine. Shut <laughs> up! So you've got Robin and Azim and Duncan going into Sherwood Forest, you ass. Hey, Blinken! <laughs> they're trying to cross the river in Sherwood Forest. This is where you first see Christian Slater because he trips Robin with an arrow. Mm -hmm. uh, I guess they have a bunch of them strategically placed, but luckily Robin trips over Christian Slater's arrow and you find that Christian Slater's got some sour grapes against rich guys. Yeah. And you don't really know what his problem is with Robin until later. There's some payoff in yeah. the movie uh, where it turns out that Christian Slater, uh, who is Will Scarlet, he is Robin's brother. Yeah. And the movie could have been a lot different because the first script... Uh, the early draft basically was Azim was named Aslan, like the lion. Yes. Uh, Will Scarlet wasn't Robin's brother to start off with. Uh, well, because he's not in the legend. I mean, that that was something for the, for this. He's in a lot of different versions. Oh. So, like, Will Scarlet's a th he's Will Scarlet's in uh, uh, the Carrie Always version, too. No, I know, but I'm saying he, he but he's not his brother in the legend. No, 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 yeah, no, no. That was no, something that, that was, something was, that yeah. this version made up, for sure. So, Will Scarlet was no longer Robin's brother, and he dies. The sheriff kills him in the original draft. Uh, he's that kind of character. You, you, you sort of expect him to. Yeah, because he, he's, he's kind of a douchebag. Well, so, like, he, well, he's the sort of character that in in at this, particularly in this era, you would expect him to be like. He's not bad, but he's working against the hero because he's got his reasons. But then right. he comes around and he redeems himself. Right. But in the process, gets himself killed. Right. You know. So, uh, and. It's, his character sort of reads that way. I totally see what you're saying. And then Fanny, uh, Little John's wife, the redhead with, they've got like eight children. Do so they, God, do, the quarantine for them, they, gentlemen. Do they hmm. not? No. I mean, when you're making a movie set in England and you name a woman. You Fanny, cannot. You can't name a woman. Do Fanny. Not. That's right. Fanny. Are, are we Fanny. introducing something new to I Dark Jader right now? <laughs> How? Yeah. Okay. You, Don't ever use the word Fanny. Get out of my head, Mr. Around Brown. a British person. Why? Because it means vagina. Oh, we've talked about this. Yes. That's why in England. Yeah. Like, so, yeah. so no, when you, you have your Fanny, when you have your Fanny pack. You don't call it a fanny pack in England. You call it a bum pack. I yep. think yep. this was actually yep. uh, yeah. taken out of one of our episodes because some really inappropriate conversation happened after it. So, Probably. Uh, I don't think this is in any of our conversations that our hindsighters have seen. So let's just leave it at that for right now. But yeah, we'll move on. fanny. Yes. So the wife of uh, Little John, she uh, leads a revolt in the kitchen in the early draft along with Will Scarlet dying and all that other stuff. But yeah, obviously things change because when Slater signs on to a project, yeah. he doesn't, he's not going to die. You don't kill yeah, I, you I don't do, kill I, I do like, though, that Fanny decides, you know, like, you know, little John's going to, like, I'm going to go save our son. And his wife insists on coming along and contributing nothing. 
Yeah, <laughs> they, yeah, they I mean, make a it's a it's a little bit strike zone that way because they make a meal out of her going. I've given birth to eight babies, you big ox. I'm gonna go help, uh, yeah. you know, bring and her son out too. And then do she anything. does she yeah. doesn't do a whole lot. She, the only thing she does is she sort of distracts. She that no one she, guard. no no no. She brings the swords. Yeah. Yes, yeah. she's a good sword dropper. Yes, remember? She's got she's got the wood pile wrapped up in like yes. linen or whatever, and she does help bring a, in some a, of the weapons. A bundle of sticks. Yes, which which, uh, <laughs> which they go. Uh, which, Adam, what are those things called again? Be, uh, I know it. Uh, yeah. A fag. That's no, a no, fag. no, 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 no. Uh, but in the uh, like uh, American Gladiators, she skipped over it. What's it called? What the Q-tips? Yeah, the Q-tips. What are yeah. they called, Adam? I know oh, you know this. They're called Q-tips. Pugle sticks. Yes. Pugle so sticks. Because yes. Kevin Costner goes full American gladiator on Little John in a river in Sherwood Forest. So they're minus the Q-tips. So uh, it's like, Jesus, That's, is this made of limestone? That, like, that, that just... is absolutely one of the best scenes in Men in Tights. And, uh, <laughs> it is. <laughs> uh, but what's great about Morgan Freeman's character, Azim, is that he vows to stay with Robin until he returns the favor of saving Robin's life because Robin mm-hmm. freed him from the Turkish prison. But really, he just wants to be his friend. Well, Because he doesn't leave. Who wouldn't want to be Kevin yeah. Costner's friend? I'm sorry. Would either of you not want to be friends with Kevin Costner? I'd be friends with Kevin Costner. What about you, Adam? Oh, absolutely. Yeah, I'd be See? Friends. The man, awesome. Kevin Costner, the man. <laughs> Okay. Yeah. Not Robin. Yeah. Not, not Robin. Okay. Hey, fine. look, The Untouchables, that's still one of my favorite movies. Wyatt Earp? You know, Wyatt Earp is good. It's just, you know. You're such a judgmental. You, you judge a roo. Don't I, play your judge a redo. Well, we're, we're, we're talking movies. That's the whole point <laughs> yeah, of the show. I know. Uh, no, Tombstone's better. Tombstone is. Nope. It's a better Wyatt Earp movie. They're both Wyatt Earp movies. No, okay, fine. I can't even argue with that, actually. I mean, so you're right. You're like, right. I, it, the only thing I can think of when I watch Kevin Costner's Wyatt Earp is that, one, it's like seven hours long. It's a long, <laughs> it it's it's a a long, long movie. movie. And it's and, very boring. It is. Right. It's pretty boring. He's got a thing for movies that are really long, like hey, Dances, Dances with Dances Wolves. with Wolves is great. It's like three hours long it though. Is, yeah. It's it it yeah. goes on forever. So he's he's got a thing for you know pieces that just last forever. So yeah, that that is kind of Kevin Costner's thing. Well, what has he done? I mean, I know he did that. Was it a Netflix or an Amazon about the the Marshalls? It was him and Woody Harrelson. Um, oh yeah, uh, where, they, where they, they were the G-men or something. Yeah, they were the ones who went after um, Bonnie and Clyde. He also killed uh, Dane Cook, and I think it was a movie called Mister Charles. Uh, we'd ha- I'd have to look it up. I don't even know. But but uh, if he killed Dane Cook, no, no he literally yes. slits Dane Cook's throat like open. Oh yeah, no, no, this movie's great now. I yeah. love this movie. Now. See, there you go. <laughs> all right, I win. That's enough, so, Dane Cook. Yeah, (laughs) Kevin Costner killed you. That's all we need to know. So, yeah, we are now in Sherwood Forest with all of Little John and his men. Mm -hmm. And the story varies every time you tell it because it's a legend. So people can take, you know, poetic license with it however they want. Yeah. And even when they're fighting in the river, Kevin Costner's like, oh, I think I've made it past the gate, John Little, because that's his name in the movie. Yeah. Or should I call you Little John? Well, I mean, that's his name in the legend, isn't it? No, no, it is. His name is John Little. You have to have that moment. It's not the title of the movie moment where it's like, oh, that's the title of the movie. No, but with Little John, you're like, 
Ah, uh-huh. he just called him Little yeah. John. Uh, they, Little John and Robin Hood walking through, through the, the forest, forest. laughing the, back and forth. Look, and can we all can we all just agree that out of all the Robin Hood movies, <laughs> that's the best one. That is the, oh my god, that's the best one. Hands down, the Disney one is the best. Absolutely, I think that's my favorite Disney movie. I love. It's one of the best. I love the Robin. <laughs> it is one of the best. I won't let. And there's. Prince John is in it. Yeah. You also have the sheriff and so many good voice actors in that movie too. And, and so. it caused so many young people to have very confusing thoughts though, because the gr- I, I, I'm going to admit right now. Uh, oh, let's go round table and say, well, cause uh, well, y'all might be out of this category depending on, oh, she was hot. Oh, May, May Marion, the Fox. Yeah. She was, she hot. was, a, she was and, a total Fox. Yeah, she was, yeah. Well, come on. I mean, Robin Hood. Oh no, no, no. I was about to volunteer. Yeah. Okay. He, uh, he and Peter Pan were two of like, my animated crushes growing up. Peter sure. Pan, huh? Mm-hmm. Did you kiss the television? Did you kiss the television? I'm. That's how you can tell. I'll call you later and let you know. <laughs> All right, thank you. Do you know who? Do you know who played Little John in the original Robin Hood from 1938? No. Tell us. Alan Hale. Really? That was Adam Alan Hale Jr. I'll be damned. <laughs> That's hilarious. No way. Uh, Yes. And then and yes, then yes. He, and then his son got into the business and you know, he was the skipper. And he became the great skipper. Yeah. And, and then he became the fat sheriff in y'all Giant just, Spider Invasion. Y'all just <laughs> ruined my whole day. If you haven't seen uh, the Giant Spider Invasion, you really need Nobody's to... seen the Giant Spider Invasion. You're the only one who goes oh, down no. these weird ass rabbit oh, holes. Oh no. No. Oh no. I beg to differ. Uh. <laughs> It has been seen by millions of people. Uh, No, I know, but it's it's such an awful movie. You belong to that weird ass rung of people. Good for you. (laughs) But yeah, so. Oh, oh, wait, we have to tell uh, Adam, uh, and I can't get it because it's on my phone. The uh, my neighbor, uh, he he gave his suggestion. My neighbor's going to be coming on the show at some point. So he wants to do Captain Kronos, Vampire Hunter. Which is wow. one of the last of the Hammer horror films, and Jason's a big fan of the Hammer horror films. So yes. uh, I, I can see why you and Russ are friends. I yeah, can we're, really we're, see why now. It's it's just schlocktastic. <laughs> it's 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 a guy who comes. It's basically mm. Robin Hood because it's about a guy, an English oh, guy, on. who comes back from war. Only this time he finds out that like his wife mm-hmm. is a vampire now, mm-hmm. so like he kills her, and then he says, "Oh mm-hmm. man, I'm gonna go like kill all the other vampires," mm-hmm. and they make a movie about it. I hate you. <laughs> well, well, that'll be fun. Well, so, um, Adam, if you want to join us for that one, it sounds like you're invited. Because <laughs> my God, oh, that's a mess. If you would have me, I would be there. I love Horst Jansen, plays <laughs> yeah. Kronos. And the yeah. only reason I'm saying that is because I just looked it up on IMDb. <laughs> we well, can do that from the bunker. Uh, how are, how are things at the bunker right now, Mr. Brown? How you doing? How's quarantine treating well, you? Well, we're in week two, and I'm going to shower tonight. I've decided it's time. But yeah, no, we're we're doing we're doing fine. Doing fine. That's good. You, you know, we haven't killed each other. Yet, you know, so that's good. Yeah, you have it. Oh, oh, because this is what, gentlemen. Remember how we decided last episode that the babies born uh, in December would be called Coronitas. <laughs> <Coronitas. laughs> uh, well, guess what? Did they're you like be... that graphic, by the way? Oh my god, I lost my damn mind. Uh, but you know, in 2030, there'll be quarantines. 
That's right. <laughs> Holy crap. And when they're 21, they can go to a bar and get a quarantini. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> yep. We we're just, gonna, we just we're saw, gonna look back on this and laugh one day. Um, I I can't I take credit so. for the quarantine so. thing. Somebody gave me that. Um, and we'll get around to Jason's challenge because I did remind Adam last night. Uh, we have to uh, play yes, the game yes, yes. of who would we like to play us in a movie and who would probably more realistically play us in a movie. So yeah. we'll get around. And we'll to that. do that now. But please refer to the film and describe what's happening now. The the uh, sheriff of Nottingham yes. just gave made Marion a gift, which is a, a diamond or jewel-crusted knife. A dagger, yeah. A dagger. And talk about comedy, because later in the film, when he gets stuck with it, he pulls it That's, out, he looks yeah. at it, it's like... Gets killed with his own dagger. Like the irony. I know. <laughs> and, and in that scene, it looks like Alan Rickman so has some line in his head well, that he wants to say. No, but you know? no. And he said it to her. He was like, he was trying to get Maid Marian to move her household within the city limits. And he said, if you did that, I would be able to give your every need my personal attention. And I'm just sitting over here in the corner, like I would love Alan Rickman's personal attention. My God. <laughs> so come on, Maid Marian. Yeah, but he's a, he's, he's a bit rapey in this movie. I though. mean, yeah, just a tad but you know. <laughs> but you, you gotta take what you, you can get my room, during quarantine <laughs> you my room 10 yes. 30 bring well, a friend oh because even when you are introduced to the sheriff that was one of the lines that that was that his friends wrote for him really yeah all, any of the like the whole thing with the spoon and oh, oh yeah that's the oh that's one of the most quotable lines in the entire of, movie yeah that was and not we, in the script we just hit it and i love that you brought that up because yeah robin actually hasn't faced off with the sheriff at all since he's gotten home He's only faced off with Guy of Gisborne and the Sheriff's guys. So he does uh, what he asks his servant, Duncan, who's had his eyes removed, unfortunately, uh, when uh, Robin's father was killed. When you say it like that, it sounds like it was an elective surgery. (laughs) (laughs) Um, Okay, so Guy of Gisborne straight up stabs out Duncan's eyes. How about that? Is that better? I went to the doctor, had my eyes removed. With the Sheriff and his witch looking on. Like, it's an, oh, Walter Sparrow. I love you. I love you so much. I love how Ellen Rickman beats this guard by punching him in the helmet. And <laughs> and I'm thinking, that's got to tell you that your helmet technology is lagging behind. And gets his when cape it, caught on, like, some, yeah. like, snag. Yeah, <laughs> which, which that had to have been. Yeah. But, oh, I'm but that had to have been. If you think about it, you're wearing a helmet, and a dude has got a glove on, and he's beating the hell out of you. And I'm thinking, you're... Just he- let him hit your helmet. Yeah. Yeah, your helmet's not that good. You might as well just take it off and just let your hair breathe, you know, because it's not stop it. I'm telling you, it's not going to stop an arrow. And this uh, this great line, too. So Robin steals. Robin is a horse stealing mother effer because when he's at Marion's house, he and Azim steal her horses mm-hmm. and then he steals the sheriff's horse. And they're sitting there in the forest now. And yeah, but horses uh, were like cars back then. So it's just like a dude <laughs> boosting cars. It's like, you know? Yeah, but even John and Slater. I'm just going to call him Slater. Yeah. Uh, but yeah, they're like, oh, you start up a damn hornet's nest now. And you started a war. And they're all mad at him and stuff. But let's not. Yeah, sk- well, I meant to do it. <laughs> but let's not skip over that great line. So when Robin is still within the city limits, what he asks Duncan, his servant, he says, did they still give alms to the poor at mass? So he goes to the church to talk to the bishop, get the skinny on what really happened with his dad. So that's all happening. And then he does. This is the first time he runs into the sheriff. Yeah. We've seen the sheriff a couple of times at this point, but I'll he has you Robin of Loxley. So like this is the first time that they run into each other and he just slices the sheriff's 
face open. Mm-hmm. And as a person who's probably, had their face cut open, it's not pleasant. Probably uh, should have sliced his throat open. Then the movie would have been shorter. I mean, maybe. But then... But, but, you- but I have a question. Is If that's the first time they saw each other, how would they know that they are each other? Well, I'm... Um, that's, sher- that's a really good point. The sheriff knows who he is, and, uh, like, apparently everybody's kind of familiar with each other because when Guy of Gisborne comes in, when they... He must, pay- have, he must have seen the painting that his dad had because his dad <laughs> might had a painting of Robin Hood. It might have been the painting. <laughs> that's it. But yeah. even... No, but when Guy of Gisborne comes in, he's like, there was a hooded man who told me not, you know, not to harm his make people. Make the stitches small. Yeah, make the stitches small. I, but, love, uh, the, I love Alan was, Rickman. He's, I love... He's so awesome. I'm trying to think of how this movie would even be without him. It, would it be, doesn't it exist. Would, it would be unwatchable. It doesn't exist. Without yeah, Alan you're right. Rickman. All right, yeah. I'll, I'll cop to that. But um, uh, when Guy of Gisborne does come in, he's like, I, you know, found this hooded man. He said not to harm your people, and he said his name was Robin of Loxley. And the sheriff goes, uh-huh. Oh, the prodigal son returns, and he knows who he is. So mm-hmm. they've. Oh, okay. He so goes, they, they were childhood friends, apparently. Something like that, because the sheriff knows who he is. And, you know, when you murder somebody's parents... And how bad of a man do you have to be to pull down a birdhouse? (laughs) What kind of a monster? Leave us the sow. Her young young ones will feed us through the winter. (laughs) Yeah. But now, so all of uh, the the men in the forest, now their families are outlaws, too, because Robin stole the sheriff's horse. So they're going to make their Ewok village. (laughs) Which there's... The Ewoks helped us win against the Alliance. What do you mean Or against the Empire. What do you mean us? Us. Everyone (laughs) who's against the Empire. Oh, my God. Dude, I'm totally for the Empire. If I lived in that... Get the hell out. Are you kidding me? That's where the money's at, dude. Well, oh, let, let all those folks yeah. do it. Yeah, come on, man. Oh. Stormtrooper pay. Stormtrooper pay is not bad. Right. It really you, isn't. You get benefits. Um, they pay for your college, you know. You've been watching. On the, on the Stormtrooper bill. And a pension. Yes. There is a pension. Yeah. If you, if you live. If you live that long. But, yeah. but like, on, like on Clerks, do you get life insurance when you get blown up on the damn Death Star? No, probably not. I don't think your company's looking after you that well, gentlemen. Yeah, but that was one little thing. Okay, one little thing. one it's, one it's, incident. It's no thing. It, one incident in an otherwise brilliant record. I hate you. <laughs> <laughs> no, but, okay. I do have to interrupt because uh, Kaylee, like I've told you both, has started watching Star Wars during this quarantine, and I mean, full stop. Like she's never seen four, five, six. Like it's she's brand new to it. She's seen the latest ones, but. She hasn't been invested in it because, let's face it, they're not that great. No. So, um, but she texted me, and now that the movies are on Netflix or streaming some wherever she can Disney find them, Plus, Disney Plus, that's what it is. And she, she was like, "Is four any good?" And I was like, "Are you kidding me?" So yeah, I, I told her the proper order eh, in which. It's boring. Shut up! <laughs> no, it isn't. John Williams music and Luke Skywalker. No. Yeah. Blue milk, shut up. So I've told her the proper order in which to watch Star Wars, and she's been sending me these just adorable text yeah, messages. Can, so the I, first one was, uh, oh, my God, Harrison Ford is in Star Wars? And I was like, oh, no, oh, no, oh, no. But um, yeah. then well, she'll text well, me. Welcome to being old. Then she'll, Yeah, I know. Yeah. I ha- well, I hang out when, with older when, gentlemen. When, so, when, when, uh, when, when young people say shit like that to you. <laughs> That, is that it, is that what it feels like? That's what it feels like. It's like mm-hmm. my my friend uh, LJ. Whenever he was teaching a class uh, oh, yeah. of like thirteen year olds, mm-hmm. and he says something where any I don't know what he was talking about, but he said it's like Terminator Two, and none of them knew what Terminator Two was. 
Oh, that stings. Not one of them. Yeah, I know what that is. It's like um, your dad. So, so Darth, Darth, if you want to blow her mind, let her watch American Graffiti. Oh, no. Yeah. <laughs> no. Richard Cunningham and Laverne and Shirley. Yeah. In a, mo- in a movie directed by George Lucas. She won't even know who that is because, remember, I, I told you guys this a long time ago, so I don't expect you to remember. She didn't know who Fonzie and Richie Cunningham were. How would she? Yeah, exactly. How she's yeah. she's 18 now yeah. in 2020, so that's not her thing. But uh, she's but she has been texting me adorable stuff like uh, the Harrison Ford thing, and then she's like, so wait a minute. Are um are Yoda and like Samuel Jackson like lovers leaders? Uh, <laughs> ouch! I wasn't going to. I said leaders. You said lovers. But um, in either case, yes. <laughs> yes. Yes, they are. That's, that's when, they were te- when they were teenagers, when they were teenagers, they experimented a little bit, but they don't talk much about it now. Well, the sailor in the room would know all about experimenting, wouldn't you, Mr. Brown? <laughs> in the Navy, the, sail the seven seas in the Navy. <laughs> we oh, love he... the village people. Of all course, right. who doesn't? All right, sailor boy. But, uh, yeah. So, uh, there was a movie, gentlemen. <laughs> God. The training montage, which they totally ripped this off of The Mandalorian. They did this. This came out in 1991. No, they ripped this off for the Mandalorian. Oh, oh in the scene, I'm in, so the, sorry. in the episode where where back. where they're training all the villagers. I've not seen the Mandalorian. Oh, yet, there, so there's 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 a total like you know the bad guys are coming and and you're just a bunch of farmers so they teach them to fight with sticks <laughs> and it's like well and this is something that I can't really tell Ta- Kaylee about about Star Wars is that I was like uh I've remind me to tell you my Harrison Ford story about Jedi when you watch it because she hasn't gotten around to it yet and uh harrison ford even before they started making the new movies all that other stuff he was like yeah i never liked how this movie series ended we end with a damn teddy bear tea party like he was so pissed and no well because don't forget how they sold it to him they sold it to them i don't know this story well no because it wasn't supposed to be ewoks originally it was going to be wookies which suddenly makes a lot of sense. How do I sense. not know this? Yeah. It was, <laughs> now he's it, pissed. Yeah. It was going to be on Kashyyyk and it was going to be Wookiees. Yeah, because I've read the books where they go to Kashyyyk. Yeah, and, and, and then somebody went, mm, we could make them teddy bears and then sell the shit out of those. Oh, my God. I went, did not. Now, now they, they have a sale. Wow, wow, wow. They have a sale. Didn't know that. They have a sale of a carriage now, right? Now, who's this actress? Is that from, I don't, she from Ferris Bueller? She, I know, no, I know her not, from somewhere. That's not Ferris's girlfriend. No. I know her from somewhere. Okay. I, I had the same reaction whenever I saw her. I was like, I I need to look her up, but she doesn't have a name. She, uh, to give our hindsighters some edification of what the hell is happening. So, yeah, you've got the training montage and you've got the montage of where, like, Robin has, you know, You're accommodated the, the sheriff's around. horse. Around. <laughs> around. Ponytail. Montage. Mullet. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Ponytail. Once Ponytail. <laughs> Sorry, Mr. Brown, Bob's Burgers references, so you don't know what we're talking about. But, um, yeah, so they go through this whole montage of where Robin... Something vexing you. Stop it! (laughs) Robin is uh, taking back some justice from the sheriff. And he he flat out tells the sheriff's men, every harm that you do to your people, I'll visit back on you tenfold. So he's protecting the churches, the people, and whatnot. And Azim is uh, teaching people how to fight with a Saracen sword, despite the fact that he's literally the only one with a Saracen sword. Uh, So they're learning how to sword fight. They're learning how to shoot arrows because 
when all of the uh, townspeople get turned into outlaws as well due to Robin stealing the the one horse. Yeah. So they're all stuck there, and now they've decided, okay, we're going to fight back. So that's the whole montage that's happening right now where Robin and his men and now, like, well, their families like, and stuff Yeah, well, that's like at the end of the out. movie, you know, whenever uh, Aziz is like... Azim. Uh, whatever. Uh, <laughs> M, as in yeah, Mansi. Yeah. <laughs> whenever, whenever he's like... Hey, everyone, I'm an outsider, but I really like that Robin Hood guy. Let's go to war. That, <laughs> and they're well, all like, that's an excellent idea. Why not? Let's follow you. Because <laughs> I mean, if Morgan Freeman told me to start an uprising, I'd probably do it. You mean God? Yes. Yeah. He's, <laughs> Morgan Freeman really is. He's, there are very few characters who can play God convincingly. Morgan, Morgan Freeman just yeah. killed it as God. Like, yeah. George, George Burns George, and Morgan Freeman, yeah, right? Yeah. Oh, no. And um, uh, James Mason. Yeah, James Mason. Cartwright uh, James yes. Mason. <laughs> yeah. Yes. James Mason. But yeah, he could do it. Um, Alan Rickman could have done it. Well, no, Alan Rickman he already... He played an angel. Yeah, I was about to say, yeah, he, an he was in Dogma as one of the archangels. Yeah. So, uh, yeah. You know, I've, I heard a story, and I don't know if this is true, and I kind of hope it's not true, that when they were editing the movie, because, of course, there was some big kerfuffle with you know them firing kerfuffle. the editor and all this stuff, but that apparently Kevin Costner watched... It and realized that Alan Rickman was the star of the was movie. Was the star of the movie, yeah. and, and started cutting scenes. How does and the cutting star of the movie footage. even get that kind of license? Like, it, if you're Kevin Costner, back in back then, back he, well, he was he was one of the producers. Reynolds, like, yeah. he was one of the biggest names back in the day. So, yeah, I mean, yeah. he he All was right. he was one of the producers, you know, and he was Kevin Fair. Costner. He could just you know, because you remember at a certain point you might have to do reshoots. You got to have the actor going out and publicizing stuff. If you if you piss him off. He could really torch the whole project. Yeah, he could, you know. Uh, yeah, all yeah, right. Yeah. Yeah, okay. That sucks because, I'm sorry, Alan Rickman is the star of this movie. Oh, absolutely. He is. Uh, it, and that's saying something. Yeah. Considering Morgan damn Freeman's in it, too. So, he's gentlemen. Hardly, here, he's hardly trying, though. Shut up. Yes, he is. Um. Anyway. Oh, is this, so, this is the scene where Bilbo and, uh, not Bilbo. Uh, <laughs> Bilbo. No. Oh, um, um, Adam, Josh wants you dead, just so you know, because I won't <laughs> stop singing that damn song now. <laughs> so, uh, stay in your bunker. It is catchy. Stay in your bunker. <laughs> Bilbo, Bilbo Baggins. Bravest little hobbit of them all. I gotta pause pause for a moment because I'm embarrassed to say this is this is the first time that I've done a full analysis on IMDB and I just noticed that there's a character called Much M U C H played by Jack Wilde. Do you know who Jack Wilde is? I do not. He played Jimmy on HR Puffin stuff as a kid. I mean he was a famous child actor. And I gotta know which one of these old people is Jimmy from HR stuff. Probably Freddie. Freddie the flute. Remember Freddie? Probably whichever encrusted flute. Whichever That's... one looks like he's the most has the most experience with LSD. <laughs> yeah, because I'm, that because HR yeah. Puffin stuff is the trippiest goddamn thing that's ever been made. Damn, I did. Yeah, even trippier than uh, Fear and Loathing in, the, in Las Vegas. Uh, uh, yeah, so, honestly, yes. Oh yeah. my god, it's it's very trippy. That's crazy. But um, so all right, revisiting the big names in this movie. So you've got Kevin Costner, Christian Slater. Alan Rickman, Morgan Freeman, and Walter Sparrow. Back in 1991, would you gentlemen 
care to venture a guess as to how old any of these people might have been at the time? Oh, I... It will surprise you. I mean, Kevin God, God how old is he now? Um... He's got to be late, mid-60s. So I, I'd say he was in his 30s. Yes, so Kevin Costner was 36. Good guess, Adam. Okay. Yeah. Then you have Christian Slater. Oh, Slater? I put him at 18? 20? 20s, mid-20s? 22. 22? Y'all, y'all are both really close. Yes. Okay, yeah. 22. Alan Rickman. Oh, 30? Adam? Yeah, Rickman was older. I'd say um, 32. Wrong. He was 45. What? Yeah. He was 45. Oh, no, this one will get you. Morgan Freeman. Well, he's eternal. I know, but... Time, but, time means nothing to uh, him. He's but one of, we still he's one have to apply it to him for legal reasons. So you, how you mean in, in his current incarnation, then? Yes. Oh, uh, 45. He had to be 47. He was 54, gentlemen. Wait, how old is, is it, when this movie was made in 91? And Morgan Freeman's in his 80s now. He's in his 80s? Yes. I did not know that. I, I thought know. he was like it 70 something. Blew me away. Uh, so, so the oldest person in this movie that was, uh, you know, even a character that people focus on was Walter Sparrow, Duncan, the one who uh, had his eyes freaking ripped out of his head. So apparently, <laughs> whatever. It doesn't matter. Yeah. Uh, so uh, Walter Sparrow was... Possibly with a spoon. <laughs> we never did get back to that, did we? <laughs> I'm going to cut your heart out with a spoon. Then it begins. And that's... That's one of the most quotable movies or lines of the entire movie. My God! And then it begins. Uh, I'm you not. Want, you want to do another take on that? No, it's fine. <laughs> let's just let's just film then another. It just film another scene. But uh, Walter Sparrow of Secret Garden, Ever After, Now and Then, dude's been in so many movies. He was 64 when they yeah. filmed this movie. The Happy Hooker goes to Washington. <laughs> he had a bit part. Jim Stewart, un, un, uncredited part. <laughs> 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 Mr. Washington. Oh no, wait, Mr. Mr. Washington. <laughs> no, what's? Uh, <laughs> sorry, I just blended them together. <laughs> the happy hooker goes to Mr. No, so and so. What's that Jimmy Stewart movie where he goes? Mr. Mr. Chips? No, where he goes to Washington. Goodbye, Mr. I'm not going to. I hate you. you. Goodbye. See, I'm not going to tell you Christian Slater movies either. So we're even. <laughs> no. But <laughs> yeah, so now we're at the point of the movie where we find Friar Tuck. A character that a lot of people would recognize. Very, very complex character in this movie, Friar Tuck. Okay. Because he's sort of all over the place. Well, yeah, he's not really a straight-up friar. He's not... He, a, he's not an easily labeled Christian because he's he's a complete douchebag. He's a drunk. He is. Like, he's there's a pre- lot of stuff going on with him. He's pretty much going to side along. Well, the whole movie, it feels like he's going to just side with whoever's going to give him beer. You know? Yeah, yes. Yeah, until the He's end. In love with the drink. Yeah, but he does very creatively kill the bishop. That is, yeah, that, that is a good that's job with that. that's that's a good scene where. That's actually one of the better scenes of the movie, I think, whenever he's he's putting all the gold on him and he's like, here's your 30 pieces of silver, Judas. Yeah. Well, he doesn't call him Judas, but he, you know. he It's, yeah, it's but an illusion it's, to it's Judas. It's just what it yeah. is, yeah. Uh, but yeah, he, he loads him up with all of his silver and his gold and then shoves him out the window. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, so Friar Tuck comes in and what's great about his character is that, yeah, he's willing to fight an entire band of outlaws single-handed. <laughs> over beer. Yeah. Well, obviously. I love it. But here's my question about Friar Tug. Okay. Mm. 
does he break the fourth wall in the very last shot? Oh, of course he does. So, okay, what the hell did he say? Because I watched it three times and I couldn't understand what the hell he was saying. Um, I'm, hold on. Admittedly, he was probably drunk. <laughs> probably. As as, oh, yeah. uh, uh, come, you waste good celebration time. And then he winks at the camera. But so then no, I guess he doesn't break the fourth wall because you have to assume that he's looking at uh, Robin and Marion because he marries them and they're kissing. I don't know. No, no, no. But they're no. But see, I'm telling you, I know this movie by heart. So he's looking at them both. They're both kissing when they've been married. And he goes, (laughs) all right, get off out of it. You waste good celebration oh, time. Okay, okay. So he's talking to them, they, but they dele- it's a fourth wall sort of delivery. They deleted the scene where Sean Connery walks up and just punches Marion in the <laughs> face. Why would he do that? Because <laughs> he's Sean Because he hits women? <laughs> See, uh. I don't want to be alone in the studio with him, uh, Jason. You've said, like, uh, that's no, your just, ideal man to play you in a movie. It'd and be great. Would it be great for me <laughs> to get punched in the face? No, it'd be great Sean for him imagining, like, a movie of my life. God. But with Sean Connery playing then that, There's that time that Darth got punched in the damn face. Just imagine Sean Connery <laughs> driving my car, going to Chick-fil-A. Of <laughs> a chicken sandwich. <laughs> it, well, and what? you hold the goddamn tomatoes. <laughs> they don't... What? On I don't the, even on know On the spicy chicken about. sandwich, you get a tomato on it. Oh, I've never had the spicy one. That's I don't good. like spicy stuff. All right, cool. Good to know. But um, so let's talk, <laughs> good let, to let, know let, that you my safety for Sean Connery to be in the studio. That's just good. Oh, to I just know. think it would be an interesting movie. <laughs> so let's just talk about what now. Because <laughs> then you take the bottle and you'd no, like no, no, smash a bottle over his head, and the two of you would end up punching each other and probably end up making out. Because it's Sean Connery. <laughs> you know what? If I could make out with him at the end of it, all right, all right, I'm in. <laughs> uh, so let's let's talk about the the challenge that I set to both of you, which mm-hmm. was to to name the the actor that you would most want to play you. Oh, wait, hold on a second. Just before you do, look at this character to the to the right. The, the two the two guys yeah, that guy you right have, there. You have bull on the w- left. Which one's and right? The yeah, the one who doesn't know left from right. Yes. <laughs> so Frodo and Samwise. Yes. Yeah, the guy with the fern on his head. Yeah. Yes. That that is that is Freddy from HR. Oh. Okay. We okay. Can, we can proceed okay. Now. okay. Okay. Oh my God! I did. Yeah, I never would have known. It's like how we uh, we found Elliot from ET Elliot. in uh, yeah. <laughs> Fire in the yeah. Sky. <laughs> That's just so random. My God. Uh, and see, here we go now to Marion being a badass because. Gotta have that strong, independent woman vibe uh, in the 90s where Marion's just kicking dudes in the face. And it was supposed to be Robin Wright. Yeah, it was supposed to be Robin Wright. What now? Mm -hmm. Yeah, (gasps) Marion... Tell me this story. Marion was... was, uh, I think she was cast, and... uh, Oh, think about this. If, the, if if Carrie and Robin Wright had done it, and yes, I, I do call him Carrie. Yeah, I will I, forever I, I know, call him I know. Carrie. It's a weird coincidence. But, she was actually signed up for it. Oh. But she became in the family way, and she so she had to take some time off. Well, see, I wish, I wish, who who's the director of this movie? I'm, I'm failing right the, now. The guy whose other movie was Waterworld. Shut up. Um, <laughs> I can't think of his name right now. But here's a power play, gentlemen. So when Julie Andrews... Was cast to be Mary Poppins. Do you know? Do you know how that happened? I mean, I've seen Mister Saving no. Mr. Banks. Okay, no, no, no. So what happened is uh, Disney himself saw her in a show, and she was. It was a play. So he went up to her, it, like asked to talk to her after the show, and he was like, "Hey, so we're making this movie called Mary Poppins. You'd be perfect for it. I'd like you to be Mary Poppins." And she goes, "Oh, I'm sorry, I can't. I'm 
going to have a baby. And this was one of the last shows that I'm doing. He goes, that's all right. We'll wait. Yeah. And he, Disney said that to freaking Julie well, Andrews. Ju- Julie Andrews. Uh, she was in, in town. Uh, yeah. That in, was not in, naked Kevin in, Costner there. That moment that we just missed. Yeah, she, she was in town in December and she did a, uh, like an evening, uh, just, just an evening with Julie Andrews. And, you gotta, you gotta keep up on Ticketmaster, you know? Uh, and I'd actually originally I bought tickets for me and Elaine to go, but then I thought it was Julie Andrews. I thought she was going to sing, uh, but it ended up it was just a conversation with Julie Andrews. So I said, "Well, why don't you and you know and our neighbor?" You know, well, she's had a lot of surgeries. She has. She's few, well. She, she talked about sing. that. Yeah. yeah, she doesn't sing. Yeah, she had throat anymore. surgery. Mm-hmm. She th- had uh, like polyps or something in her throat. Yeah, they like they that. thought she had cancer. They did this surgery. It ruined her singing voice. Turned out she didn't even have cancer. So it's like you know, yeah. but. Mm, but no, but she was talking about how Walt Disney, like Walt took her and the family beforehand, and like, and, and they, they met up somewhere and he took them on the trip. And, and she's like, you gotta understand at the time we didn't have any money and we're hanging out with Walt Disney. Yeah. That's a huge and it's, deal. And, and she, she was just saying how it's, it was just this mind blowing experience to be with this guy who, you know, if he wants to, he'll order a new train to put in his backyard it's, if, it's kind of like he Macaulay likes trains. Cul- it's kind of like Macaulay Culkin <laughs> being sort of anointed, as it were, by Michael Jackson. And for all these years, Macaulay Ew. Culkin has no, no, no. Think I know, I know. He has said for years. I've never heard it called anointed before. I, me, yeah, me neither. Yeah. It's in the documentaries. <laughs> Watch the documentaries, gentlemen. But uh, th- but that's the thing is that it's a felony. If you, uh, <laughs> Oh, that just derailed me. Speaking of trains, so screw you, Jason. But uh, hey, have you have you seen the 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 surviving quarries documentary? No. Holy shit! Another quarantine suggestion. Yeah, it's pretty tough. I don't want to watch the yeah. Cobain one, and I don't want to watch that. I'm I'm well, going to put that the, out there. The, Hindsiders. The, the Cobain one would be fine. The Corey one, no, it will it will disturb you and make you angry okay uh something that will neither disturb or make you angry is this awesome documentary that's going around on netflix right now hindsiders and everybody's heard about it joe exotic the tiger guy oh yeah yeah i have <laughs> yeah. heard of it I what seen is it. the documentary actually called let me look it up real fast uh it, yeah. the tiger tiger king so he's like an asshole right um he was this guy who back in the 90s had a big cat Preserve. So, uh-huh. like, he had ligers, jaguars, tigers, like, just big cats in general. And there was also another woman who had a big cat preserve. And she, Did you say liger? Yes, ligers. From, like, uh, Napoleon no, Dynamite? Yes, but they're actual I animals. <laughs> I was about to say, like, yeah. they're bred for their skills and magic. <laughs> uh, <laughs> no, but it is pointless to breed ligers because they're sterile. So, ligers are pointless. Uh it's literally just, hey, there's a liger, and that's it. And then it dies, and there you go. But um, Joe Exotic is this real guy who had a big cat preserve back in the 90s in Ohio. And there was a woman uh, who was kind of contesting his abilities to keep the cats, like, oh, they yeah. belong in the wild, but she also had a big cat preserve. And she and her husband were against Joe Exotic. Like and competing cat preserves? But, like, I'm telling you, hindsighters, yeah, competing cat preserves, basically. So there's polygamy, there's homosexuality, there's, like, every every box you could possibly check is so in this documentary. What I call Big a fun cats. weekend. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. <laughs> that, was a, that was yesterday for me. Yeah. My God. Vegas, but, uh, Vegas 2018. 
Exactly. Yeah. <laughs> so, and I was like, did one of the sick Reed and Roy cats wind up here? Like, it, it might. Ah, oh, damn. That's that's cold, man. Where were I'm they going to go? <laughs> like, no, they, Gilmore Girls hit that really quick. They were like, oh, because the grandma, Emily Bishop, was like, oh, it's like that gay fellow whose tiger tried to eat him. <laughs> so, yeah. but he does fit into that category joe exotic so uh watch that on netflix because i swear to god you're never gonna hit a story that checks so many boxes Uh, i like a good documentary yeah it's great i will watch it i've jotted it down yeah i'm watching it (laughs) but uh let's hold on i I, I might just put it on right now (laughs) and just start watching (laughs) instead of this movie oh this is this is a sweet moment and you know even maybe mr brown will side with me so we're at this moment in the movie where this little girl runs up to morgan freeman and they call him a painted more i'm assuming because of his freckles i thought those were tattoos no, I think that's how it serves in the movie. But oh, Morgan oh. Freeman actually has those freckles in real life. Like the, that's just his face. Well, yeah, but he's got like a pattern. In the in the, I mean, it looks I like think it they, looks. Tattooed. I think they added to oh, it. Okay. They supplemented it. But Morgan Freeman does have those kind of freckles, like coming off of his nose in his yeah. face in real life. But there's this really sweet moment. This little bitty girl runs up to him. And she's like, "Did a God mullet. paint you?" And yeah. he goes, "Did God paint me?" What the. F- no, it's, it's, it's sweet. God. What did you say to me, you little cracker? <laughs> I'm going I'm to hit you. I'm going to hit you. Um, no, but she says, did God paint? Because think about the timeline. Exactly, She's yeah. not running into many African-American yeah. or yeah. Arabic or anybody not white. There, there, there's, but, there are tons of innocent stories like that where like during the Cold War, whenever somebody would defect... <laughs> from the Soviet Union, they they literally you're you're talking like a forty year old man who's never seen uh, a black person in his entire life. Okay, and they come to America, and you know that You've was got a hodgepodge of folks well, over here. Well, but that was the thing that they would like when when the people were telling them how to like sort of fit in. It was oh, don't I see. like just walk up because they would literally walk up and ask to touch their hair. Yeah, it's don't and it's do like, that. Don't do that. <laughs> no, don't do that. <laughs> don't pull the Seth MacFarlane. Ooh, it's like a sheep. Yeah, don't do that. Don't do that. Don't do that. You know. Uh, but no, it it has a it is a sweet little moment. This little single digit child runs up to Morgan Freeman. Did God paint you? And he said, Yeah, yeah, God painted me for certain. And mm-hmm. she goes, Why? He goes because uh, Allah loves wondrous variety. See, that's the mistake. and I love that. that that's, that's the so mistake s- when it, when a kid asks you a stupid ass question like that. Be careful because if you ask something with a why follow up, <laughs> you're gonna be there all day. But he no, but he answered it so well. I lo- that's like he, uh, you guys suck. <laughs> Allah, he, Allah likes his diversity. Why? No. <sighs> see, I don't um, have children, so maybe that's because, that's what I'm missing. I don't know. You know, I don't know. That's like my son is finally at the age where he he'll ask me something, and I feel comfortable just going, "Dude, I don't know." I don't know. <laughs> I oh, yeah. don't know. You are right, Jason. Uh, they did paint up the side of Morgan Freeman's face. You're right yeah. about that in the sense that they went up the side yeah. of his eyes, but he does have freckles yeah, like, yeah. down his nose and stuff in real life. So, th- okay, that's why they call him the painted more. Uh, see? I hate, I, I hate this scene. I hate this scene so much. What's wrong with this scene? Okay, so Fanny, the, the <laughs> wife... <laughs> Okay, there's something coming out of her fanny right now. <laughs> Sorry. And it's large and bloody. What's wrong? Adam, you know what? You yeah. fill the people in for the 
for the damn change. I'm so angry. Fanny is having a baby. But it's as is want to happen. <laughs> they were in quarantine for two weeks. <laughs> She's having a coronita right now. No, but you have to think anyone in the anyone in England sitting in a movie theater is basically listening to them going, "Can you help me? My wife vagina is having a baby." <laughs> <laughs> it'll a be a lot of vagina. <laughs> it'll be okay, vagina. <laughs> like in Austin Powers. So, uh, Adam, what the hell is happening? Well, this is this is a nice part because the you know the Moore has a certain skill set when it comes to helping to deliver babies with but horses. Tuck, <laughs> well, you know, it, you get your experience wherever you can. But Fernand Tuck says not to trust him because he is evil. Yes. But as it turns out, he successfully delivers the baby and everyone in the room takes one more step towards self-actualization. Yeah. So they can accept people for who they are. You made well, me care. <laughs> I care now. You made me care more. No, but it and the baby and as both of you gentlemen who have children uh amongst you, I yeah, every woman has a baby that quickly. Every well, birth, I know, I know, it, I know it changes. It's different for every woman. Obviously, I'm not that ignorant, but yeah, yeah, she has a baby in about two minutes. Well, I mean, it's a cesarean. Well, I, you know, I was going to say it, it was a 45 minute birth, but then the editor got a hold of it. <laughs> yeah, this movie can't well, be any longer. It's already way too long. We're already yeah. having a woman named Fanny having a baby, and English people are going to be confused. Yeah. And, and no, well, because so, you know they're going to say, you know, what's going on in this scene? Oh, Fanny's having a baby. Yeah, big deal. And they do, like, they do bridge... Happens the, all the time. <laughs> women having babies, imagine. No, Fanny, especially Fanny having babies. <laughs> especially nine months from now, huh? But, uh, yeah, so they do make an effort <laughs> to... such a retarded scene. Let's <laughs> dance stupidly. Well, there's a party going on and, outside and, regardless and, of, the, of yeah, Fanny having a and baby. And let's hope that she doesn't get a horrible infection or bleed to death. Well, <laughs> what were you going to do back in 1194? Uh, well, that's when this takes place. 1194. I'm just saying, I think her, I don't see in 1194, a woman having a cesarean section by a guy who's only seen it done on horses. And then like two days later, she's fighting people. Uh, You know, suspend your disbelief. Yes. Thank you. (laughs) Thank you. That's what Hollywood's all about. Jason. All right. Thank you, Adam. All right. All right. Uh, but yeah, Christian, uh, sorry, Slater just got dissed in the movie because he not only has been shot in the hand, uh, Robin shot him in the hand with an arrow earlier. Did he in get the him film. in the hand? I, you know, I watched that this no, time. No, he shot him through the hand, clear through the hand. Oh, so it did go through the hand. It didn't go through his glove. Cause in, cause the way it I sh- thought it was through the top of his glove. That's it, what I know, it was through his, his hand. It was through his hand. It was. Cause I mean, cause I was looking at that this time around and I, it really is obvious that they stuck an arrow through his glove. And I'm thinking, did they do that for the? Because that's just it, how you did I the effect. I think that was practical effect confusion, is okay. what it was. But because uh, he's about to throw a knife at Robin earlier in the movie, because his whole he's of the volition of let's turn Robin in. He's worth yeah. 500 gold pieces. Screw him, whatever. And Robin wins over the outlaws and the misfits by saying, "Do you really think the sheriff's going to give everything back?" And the Goonies. Yeah, you gotta love the yeah. Goonies. You gotta love them. But um, baby. <laughs> But uh, Robin sort of recruits everybody. He's and 
he he's not really their leader. He's just <laughs> so he told Duncan, okay, your your motivation is just look like you really have to fart. <laughs> <laughs> oh, what? It's like the whole movie. Uh, oh no, Adam, you'll see it when the video comes Holding out. Holding it right. in, I understand now. But um, yeah. anyway, uh, yeah, Will gets shot through the hands earlier in the movie, and then he gets doubly dissed when yeah. they're having the party. Fanny just had the baby. Don't just don't. don't. Fanny um, had a baby. Band name. Sh- shut up. <laughs> but. So everybody's dancing, a new baby has arrived. That's great, celebration. And then uh, Christian Slater actually asks Marion to dance. And Kevin Costner's like, I'm gonna, no. do you think I won't hit you? I've already thrown my book at you. Uh, Slater. Marion's my fanny. Marion's my fanny. Yeah. Get away from get, her. Get your, hand, get your hands off my fanny. <laughs> <laughs> I hate so much. No, you're not. (laughs) Don't blame us. They're the ones who didn't bother to, like, you know, maybe get an English person to read the script first. F off. I love this movie. Whatever. So, yeah. So Christian Slater does get doubly dissed when he does ask Marion to dance, and Kevin Costner's like, "No, this lady's spoken for." Piss off. I'm going to dance with her. (laughs) Piss off. (laughs) So, yeah, there's that. And we haven't even talked about the witch. Yeah, You know, and I was wondering, in the the version that's on Amazon, doesn't have the scene in it that was, because it was the extended version that was on the DVD, where Mm -hmm. she told uh, the sheriff that he was her son. Because that's his mom. That yeah. Was, oh, that's oh. The witch is the, the witch is the sheriff's mom. Oh, the Netflix version doesn't reflect that. It doesn't have that. Oh, it doesn't have that scene I in. Didn't know that. Yeah. Oh, okay. So. Or the uh, the Amazon Prime one, the one that the one that I bought. I was about to say whichever one I saw like is the extended version, and yeah, she is his mom. Yeah. Like that. That's not. It's I, not. That's in why this he's version. so respectful of her because even when he does interact with, well, him, no, he doesn't you, know. She tells him, and he's all like pissed off because she killed. Oh my god. You're she right. killed. Um, his parents' actual baby, and swapped him. Wait a minute, no, I haven't <clears throat> seen this. Like, yeah. I've, I've I've heard different versions yeah. where she is his mom. Like, that's not uncommon. But yeah, she, what that's she wh- killed his parents? No, 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 no. She killed their kid, and he's a changeling. He she swapped him out for theirs. So I've he, never seen so this he version. would be raised as the as you know the this not as the sheriff, but as the oh. son of this important family. And that's why that's why she's always been paying attention to him and take and trying to make sure that he gets someplace. Didn't know that. Yep. Yep. Didn't know that at all. Yep. Like, wow. Yeah. And Don't I love I. this movie that's so deep. much. So damn. that's some deep dive shit right there. <laughs> yeah, it is. He went down the rabbit hole to find that's that some version. Inside of it. the actor's studio shit. There. <laughs> what God, is your God favorite rest, swear word? Kind of. God rest your soul, James Lipton. Oh my God. Who just passed away. James Lipton died? James, yeah, James Lipton. <gasps> I know. I know. It sucks. James Lipton died. You're just ruining my life today. I what know. the hell, Jason? So let's, let's go through. So when I die, I plan to meet Burt Reynolds, Alan Rickman, uh, Bill Paxton, and James Lipton. Those are the four people I want to meet. Why Bill Paxton? Because it's Bill Paxton. How, do you want to go hang out? No, with no, no. Me? But like everyone else, I'm like, oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. 
Bill Paxton. Oh, come yeah. on. It would, it'd be cool hanging out with Bill Paxton. I'm not saying it would be like, but... you know, dude, welcome to heaven. Like, okay. Oh, hey, Bill Paxton. All right. Chet. You, cool. Yeah. That's cool. You want to get some beers? Let's get some beers. Hey, let's we're, get we're some variant the, beers. Which, some... <clears throat> speaking of which, before we uh, go off that subject, variant beer, uh, you can get it right now during this. Uh, what are we calling it? The world um, shut down, the quarantine, whatever. Much ado about nothing. I hate you. Um, yeah, because I feel like the star of the show. <clears throat> so why not? Yeah, no, but seriously, uh, Hindsiders, you can get variant beer right now. It's only available for curbside pickup for Crowlers. We had it uh, our last episode, and I was just ridiculously amiss and didn't mention it. I know you can see us now, and you can see the variant beers. We're still drinking them. We oh, still yeah. love the variant beers, Absolutely so please check them. out variant, especially when you know things pop back up and you know spring arrives, as it were, and we can go yeah. back outside again. So, yes, guests of hindsight is horrifying. Drink variant beer and then crash at uh, Darth's house. Yes, exactly. Uh, <laughs> they'll, they'll be a part of the quarantinis, so don't yeah. you worry. I'll mix them in. We could do like a um, we could do like a quarantini, like a boiler maker kind of thing. Like a variant beer, and then drop like a shot glass of That'll get of, ghetto of real whiskey. quick. <laughs> yeah, Boilermakers are, that's pretty trash. Yeah, yeah a, little pretty bit, trash a little bit. <laughs> but um, yeah, so, in, you know, Darth's yeah. house. My dogs have destroyed my backyard anyway. Uh, it's all mud now because rain and dogs. So Yeah, because for those of you who don't live in North Fulton County, Georgia, it's been raining for nine months, uh, What did Forrest Gump say? It started raining one day, and it didn't stop for three months. Yeah. So, yeah, that's what's happening in we, North Georgia. We, on top we of had, the quarantine. Yeah, we had a little... We had Actually, today was pretty sunny, and that was nice mm. uh, because... It got almost up to, like, 75? It was actually kind of comfortable. I, I actually walked out of the office, and I said, I'm going to walk down to Avalon and go to Starbucks and I get didn't a cup wear of coffee. A ja- I didn't wear a jacket today. Like Yeah, uh, Starbucks is closed, though, because of the quarantine. Quarantines. So that, uh, yeah, so anyway, drink variant. Uh, if you're healthy, if you're healthy, go out and support your local businesses. Please do. We're going to be starting a support page. So any of you uh, in uh, our country that we can help locally. Yeah. Or if you're an artist, a crafts person or whatever. I mean, if we don't care. Yeah, Hairdressers, yeah. bartenders, whatever. Whoever you, needs you, help. Yeah. If you've got a, a GoFundMe or a Kickstarter or something, let us know. Get in touch with us. And you know, we'll, like I said, no qualms because my friend Blair Cremens, he's, uh, he's a musician and he has a virtual tip jar. And he's gone live with his music. So anything you got that we can help you out. Please let us know. Uh, well, we don't really have email, but hit us up on social media, and we will definitely help you out on our support page. It's an ongoing effort, yeah. so uh, it's it's not you know first come first served or anything. You yeah. just let us know that you need help, and we'll be there. Yeah, we'll, so, we'll do what we can because that's what absolutely. we're all that's what we're all about. You know, it's it you know it's funny because you watch Robin Hood and. You know, we're not robbing from the rich to give to you guys. No, but. <laughs> but but ultimately, that's I think why is it that you know Errol Flynn made Robin Hood, Kevin Costner made Robin Hood. Uh, uh, there was the BBC series that they just did, the Great um, Robin Hood. Russell Crowe did a Why is Robin Hood so popular? And it's despite it, the fact that he's a legend, he's not yeah it, technically it re- a real person. Well, yeah, but yeah. yeah, but it, it speaks to this part of us where we do want to help other people absolutely you know? and obviously you want to help your family and your friends and, and you're going to do that first and i get that and that's noble i would be shocked if people didn't do that but you know there's a human desire to help your fellow man and you know if we can facilitate that a little bit then we want to absolutely so you guys hit us up on social media the hindsight horror on uh twitter facebook 
uh, Instagram, you can find me. You can find us. You yeah, can you find, can us. find uh, us. And you can find our website, hindsight.show. Uh, so any anybody who needs help, just let us know. Now we are uh, coming up to, we've, we've, we're over an hour and a half into this episode. So I we, think people need help more now yeah. with entertainment more than yeah. ever. <laughs> so. Well, we, I, I do want to, before we start of sort of start wrapping things up, because we do have to do that. I can't keep taking punches on behalf of this movie. I'm just going to go ahead and ask it. Both of you, who is the actor you would want to play you oh, in God. a movie? Because I actually came up with someone different. I figured uh, really? just to spice it up, I came up with somebody uh, you know, uh, else. Okay. So uh, you guys go first. Who would you want to have play you? Adam, do you want to take it or do you want me? I'll start it off, and and you, this is not going to surprise you, but you know, as a young as a young man, you always want to be portrayed as someone very cool. And as you know, I've got degrees in chemical and nuclear engineering, and when I was <laughs> in college, I was not one of those cool fellows. Oh. I really wasn't. But in my heart of hearts, I wanted uh, Clint Eastwood. We're talking sixty-eight. To seventy-two, right, rawhide, yeah. dirty yeah. Harry. I just, oh, I, I loved watching that movie, and I just would have wanted to be Clint Eastwood. You know how Austin Powers, women want to be with him, men want to be him. I, that's that was my first kind of man uh, emulation, and then of course once the eighties hit and Miami Vice hit the streets, it was Don Johnson. <laughs> uh, I just wanted to be... How did I know I that was coming? Cool. Respect. And just, oh, my God. You know, smoking you know, cigarettes without filters, you know, just the hair. He was so tough. He was a good guy. And that. that's why, who, who, who I would want to play me. Now, who would really play me? Mm. I don't know if you ever heard of uh, Michael Sarah. Oh, I, 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 uh, yeah, I think I, yeah, I think everyone knows who Michael Sarah is. Oh my God. Maybe J- Jesse Eisenberg. Oh, okay, that was probably that was me. And then it's funny. I have a third one. If you ever watched the movie Kick Ass, there was an actor named Aaron Taylor Johnson who played the nerd who wanted to get dressed up. Not sure who that is. And I, I thought of possibly him. Have you ever seen the movie Kick Ass? Oh yeah, I'm yeah. looking up your guy right now. Yeah, I don't yeah. know who that is. I haven't seen that movie. No. It, that, oh, that, you that, have that's to a see good it. Movie. Yeah. But it's a great movie. But then when I looked him up now, I'm like, oh, he's way too cool to play me now. He's that's actually an awfully a very good looking man. Like that. That I. Yeah. yeah. That's. I can see it. So that's full circle. You know, I started with the really sexy guys, went to Jesse Eisenberg, Michael Sarah, and then pulled it all back around to someone who played a nerd. But then looks really, really cool. So that that's my contribution. Okay. All right, Darth, your turn. Okay, so gentlemen, I I actually am a little bit biased because oh, I'm hitting my microphone, Sam. But back in my bartender days, one of the things that happens if you've never been a server, you've never been a bartender, people love to tell you who you look like when you're a server or a bartender, when you're the person approaching their table, serving them drinks, for whatever reason, it's just something people like to do. Back in the day, I had nothing to do with this. Back in the day, people would tell me when I approached their table, depending on my haircut, I looked like Demi Moore or Zoe Deschanel. Which, not bad people to be compared huge to. Huge compliments. Yeah, yeah I'm, not, I'm not upset about that, but I've never related to those actresses. 
Uh, so what I did is I had to take a poll amongst. Well, I don't think um, anybody really relates to Demi. I mean, does anybody? She's a goddess. Like, like it just. She's yeah. so perfect. I see that's so, why Zoe Deschanel. I I love her too. She's. I love yeah, them. She, They're yeah. both beautiful women. But I've, but this is about who you want. No, yeah. no, I know. Yeah. So uh, so I took a poll to get some help <laughs> from uh, Kaylee and Meg and several other people. Uh, Allie, who's been on Hindsight as well, and uh, some others who have not and. The consensus seems to be that the ideal version of me would be Jennifer Lawrence uh, from The Hunger Games. Oh, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, Katniss Everdeen from The Hunger Games. Yep, yep, yep. Uh, And the realistic version would be Aubrey Plaza, April from Parks and Recreation. Oh, I like her. Yeah, see? So it's Where did she go? uh, She just did the Chucky movie. She was uh, the newest one where Mark Hamill was Chucky. Oh. Yeah, um, that's a shame. I know she because she's she's gorgeous. So I, I was hugely she's talented. She's a talented actress. She's really good. Uh, yeah, she is. A, uh, but that that seems to be the consensus for me, and I I can see it uh, because Daria is not a real person. Otherwise, I'd just I would yeah. just be like, screw it. I'm Daria. Yeah. I know I am. Like it's okay. Well, but um, uh, Mr. Brown, I will weigh in on this before uh, Jason tells us who his new ideal pick was. I can definitely see the Clint Eastwood comparison. Yeah. Oh, uh, yes. I just love the scene when the in, in, when the Zodiac killer is driving the bus, and there's Clint Eastwood waiting for him on the top oh, of the yeah. bridge, and Dirty Harry. That know, is the movie. The music plays. Oh, it's just so. That's a that's a movie. We we need to do that movie one of these days because that franchise became so silly. But that <laughs> but yeah. that first movie is one of the greatest movies in the history of American cinema, in my opinion. Dirty, the original Dirty Harry was like something. There's something. never, there's never been a movie like it. Yeah, can't even visit back. But well, just to make Jason feel super uncomfortable, as a person who's kissed you, Mr. Brown, uh, yeah, I can definitely see the Clint Eastwood comparison. So that's that's a compliment just coming from my camp. Just well, so you know. Well, I had said before, Thank whenever, you. whenever we started this, that uh, you know the person I wanted was William Shat or was uh, Sean Connery. See, he he glossed yeah. right past that. Yeah. <laughs> I did. It was Sean Connery, and then Martin okay. Freeman would be the person who was most appropriate. Right. Okay. And I, and I still think Martin Freeman's the most appropriate. <laughs> but I'm gonna I'm gonna say the person I would want to have play me. Uh, you subbed out Sean Connery. Well, no, just no, for the he's purposes. Punch you just in the just face for now. the purposes of this, he's gonna yeah. he's not gonna punch me. He's gonna would punch be you. William Shatner. Because <laughs> that would just be awesome. I would I would watch that show. Just me. Just William Shatner living my life. But that's not ideal. <laughs> you broke the rules of your own game. That's not who you really want. Is that no? That, that's that's the whole really? point. It's, it's who you want. It has nothing right. to do with them being appropriate. Okay. Because appropriate is fa- no, no, no. Is, I thought he was the ideal one. No, 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 no. He's the one that I would just want. Oh, okay. All right. Yeah, all he right, replaced right. Sean Connery. Sorry. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. No, and then uh, Fat Chris Pat, uh, Chris Pratt. You know, old pudgy Chris Pratt before he was all like ripped. So uh, you know? we're both people from Parks and Recreation. <laughs> totally, is what I'm understanding. And, and it's, and I, I can see it's it. an amazing coincidence <laughs> that you said Aubrey oh, Plaza <laughs> because because seriously, yeah, not Chris Pratt, not like Jurassic World. Ooh, look at me, I'm Chris. Oh Pratt. yeah, you know, I'm, they even make a moment out of that. And Adam, I'm not I'm not sure how familiar you are with Parks and Recreation, but when they started getting Chris Pratt all like prepped and you know 
ripped for Jurassic World and Marvel and all that whatnot. Uh, they made an excuse for it in the show, as you have to, kind of like, you know, when yeah, uh, Phoebe yeah. on Friends gets pregnant, whatever. So uh, <laughs> ben, uh, Adam Scott looks at Chris Pratt and he's like, all you did to lose all that weight was stop drinking beer? How much beer were you drinking? And he was like, I know, right? Like a lot of it. <laughs> and that, that's how they explain it on Parks and Recreation. And I love that. So we'll, we'll get Michael Sarah, fat Chris Pratt. So he'll have to put some weight back on. And, so uh, wait, and are our, we going to vote? Like who would be mo- everybody that we elected for ourselves? Do we get to vote who would be realistic? Yeah, uh, we can. Against each other? Yeah, we can. Okay. All right. Well, let's Cuz I still I, I still think Martin Freeman's probably more appropriate. Well, let's save that for the end of the episode. So, um we'll we'll give each other some time to think about Okay, we heard the actors, and we'll wrap it up. So, yeah. we'll go after Seinfeld. Now, we haven't really Ooh, talked about this movie at all. No, I can go off to Seinfeld because once again, I was about eleven I, or twelve when I saw. I can this movie. too. I saw it in the theater. All right then. So um, we can. I hate you. Reverse it, Tina. Jocelyn, you skank. But anyway, once again, Bob's Burgers. Sorry, Adam. So uh, yeah, we're at the point, and you are too, where it's a long movie. It's still got at least another hour left. It does. Yeah. Um, it's so he kills the sheriff. There we go. Yeah, that's the end of it. And <laughs> so, so we'll do what we did with Die Hard. We'll we'll hang in for a few more extra minutes because it's a long movie with Alan Rickman in it. So that being said, Robin Hood does come to Maid Marian's rescue. And when I say that, I didn't even fill that in. So Maid Marian sort of gets accosted by the sheriff because he finds out she's been consorting with outlaws, uh, Robin of Loxley. And that makes him jealous and Well, that's angry. the excuse. He just wants to put a baby up in her. Uh, yeah. yeah. And he wants to align. <laughs> he wants to align with loyal, with royal blood, excuse me, because that's what his witch tells him. She tells him to kill Azim, kill Robin of Loxley, marry Maid Marian. That, that's the agenda. Is that all? <laughs> that's it. <laughs> oh. He's got a full menu, man. So uh, that's what's happening. And yeah, Maid Marian gets accosted, unfortunately. And But you have to give credit to the scene because... I'm sorry. And as a woman, I'm going to go ahead and put this out there so the gentlemen don't get uncomfortable. How many rape scenes are ever funny? This one is. Okay. I got I got to tell you, I saw this in the theater too, and I was a Neanderthal naval officer and I was dating I was dating a very liberated woman, and the whole audience broke out laughing during that rape scene when he drops his legs in and pulls her legs apart. Yep. And, and the girl has turned to me. She says, I can't believe they are laughing about a woman getting raped. And, and how did, how did <laughs> you... Come res- on, lighten how, up. Yeah, yeah. What, what did you say, Adam? Like, we're, we, we're both dying to know. Well, it depends on if it was like a first or second date. Your response is, I know, that's terrible. Well, isn't was it? he trying to get <laughs> raped? That's the question. After, after, after <laughs> about, yeah, after about nine months of the relationship, it's, oh, lighten up, you... <laughs> yeah, you know, well, you know, once you're dating, you know, once you're going steady, it's like, come on, lighten up. But yeah, it was one of the oh, first steady. dates. So I was like, you're right. That is horrific. I can't believe I actually laughed at that. And I self-flagellated right there in the theater. Were, were Not you, like Pee Wee Herman did. That's different. But um, were, were you going together? Oh, no, did, you, did you put your pen on her? <laughs> Hi, Hugo. Hi, you stupid. <laughs> Uh, you hang out with people who are spiritually old does that help (laughs) i think i think this might 
I'll stop talking now. Proceed, you two. I think this might be, for me personally, <laughs> the lowest on the Alpha to Seinfeld scale that I've oh, done. Because I, because I liked it. I mean, it was I, yeah, I, yeah, I liked yeah. it enough as you know, as a kid when I saw it, or not as well, whatever. As a, as a quarantine, s- I'm gonna say <laughs> it's a two. I'm gonna give it a two. Really don't care oh, for it. What? <laughs> don't care oh. for it. Don't care for it. Th- I thought I did. I'm mad right now. All right, all right, Mr. Brown, what you got to say? I I have to say I'm I'm in a similar camp as <gasps> Jason. I remember enjoying it when I watched it, and that's why my initial knee jerk reaction was, "Ooh, Robin Hood, I like that." But then as I began watching watching this kind of syrupy, sweet Hollywood eyes, everyone's kind of clean, and there's not the the grittiness that would be much more realistic for the time, and and the silliness associated with it, and the saunter and the jokiness of of Alan Rickman. I I said, why am I watching this? It's because... Because you love Darth Jader. (laughs) That's why. (laughs) That's right. Exactly. I love Darth Jader. And that's why I'm not going to give it a two like Jason did. I'm giving it a three. And that's for you, Darth. You are so lucky you're in your bunker right now, Mr. Brown. What what a gentleman. What a gentleman. So, um, wait till you see. Yeah, wait till you see the video. My face is contorted into like 40 different shapes. I hate (laughs) both of you right now. Hey, look! If we watch the Untouchables, I've got a sneaky suspicion it's it'll probably hit a two also because I loved it. And y'all have put me through some I real lo- shit I, on I, this show. I, I, I loved the, it. the movies that y'all have made me watch, and you come down <laughs> wait, so hard on this one. Wait till you see Captain Kronos. I hate you. <laughs> uh, it's so bad. I, I so believe dark. you. Yeah, go ahead. Right you dark. Suck it, gentlemen. I'm going higher on the scale because it got better. Believe it or not, because like you said, when I was when I was an 11 year old girl, as you said, shut up, Jason, as you said, Adam, when I was an 11 year old girl, I yeah, I had the sort of rose colored glasses or Hollywood colored glasses, whatever you want to put on them. I'm just imagining you with like a like a a unicorn thing on your shirt and like a little believe it or not i went to medieval times that week the the same week that i first saw this movie oh that's it helped but yeah no but seriously like i loved every character and i didn't i wouldn't i couldn't have laughed at the rape scene when i was 11 because i barely even knew what was going on but yeah it i have to and this sounds so backwards so let me be very clear Rape is not funny, hindsighters. We're not making fun of rape. But Alan Rickman somehow made that rape scene funny. I don't know how he did it, but he did. (laughs) Professor Snape. Yes, I brought up Harry Potter just to piss off both of you. You both suck. And I, you know, now that I'm older, obviously, I'm super in love with Christian Slater. And... Never was a big fan of Kevin Costner. Like, he, you know, I knew who he was. He was a big deal. Like, Burt Reynolds. Like, and I... He was. He was a big deal. And as a lady, you know, I look... Like, even the Brad Pitts of today. Like, I can look at somebody and be like, yeah, I understand why women are losing their minds over that person. But not me. Uh, Kevin Costner always fell in that camp for me. I was always a Christian Slater girl myself. Slater hit me up on Twitter. So, um... Yeah, at, the movie got funnier. I caught more bits. Like, even Morgan Freeman, who Jason claims phones it in, he he doesn't. 
he's got these great lines where there's a little bit of payoff that I know neither of you caught because neither of you took this seriously. So early in the movie, uh, you find out Azim's name means great one. And Kevin Costner messes with him. He goes, oh, great one. Did you give yourself this name? <laughs> it's a joke. Name when yourself, Azim, dude. But then later, Azim was like, the hospitality in this country is as warm as the weather. And Kevin Costner's like, yeah, really? And he goes, it was a joke. So there, there's, there's payoff in different portions yeah. that I know neither of you noticed. So. What do you mean, Data? I was joking, Captain. <laughs> exactly. Yeah. So he is the Data of this movie. He is. So fine. But I love this well, movie. And, and clearly, clearly amongst all these Caucasian men, he is definitely the great one. Yeah. You know? Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. 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 Especially all these Caucasian ones who cannot speak with an English accent. Like, right. and, and I know, I know, I know. My man Carrie says it, so I'm going to agree with that. Fine. But even Friar Tuck, like, everybody has an English accent except for the two, like, highest paid stars in the world back then, back in 1991, Christian Slater and Kevin Gosner. So I love you both. Don't get me wrong. Slater more than Kevin. But I'm going to give it an eight and a half. Okay. I love this movie. I'll, I'll die on this hilltop, gentlemen. I will. I love this movie. So... As the kids are saying, and that's what we're all—that's what—that is what we're all about. Because you know, you, movies that you love are they're they're special to you, and that's all that matters. Yeah, like I, once again, yeah. I'll die on this hill at me, ho. As that's, the kids yeah, say, that's what so I don't it's care. What does it mean to you? What is it? You know, your memories, your experience, all that stuff. Even if it's a big crappy piece of garbage. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> all right, Bert. Trying your crappy Burt Reynolds impression. Uh, it is an excellent impression. All right, um, we've got to go because I'm about to beat him. Wait, to death careful! With there this might bottle. be a little left in that. Oh, okay. Then I get the last of it. Yeah, <laughs> forget you. If there's any left, there's nothing in here. Damn. Oh, sorry. You suck. <laughs> You're just the worst. Um. So that being said, we did our uh, Alp to Seinfeld. We did uh, Who Would Play Us in a Movie. Oh, so that's the last thing we have to do. Vote as to what's the most accurate to who should play us in a movie of the actors that we named. Oh. Uh, hmm. That's tough. Yeah. That's so tough. I, you don't have to go first if you don't want. Let's make Adam go first. Oh, I, I when he said Martin Freeman and the mannerisms and the intellect and the, the pithiness, I, I definitely would go with Martin Freeman. And the lack of self-confidence. <laughs> <laughs> oh, well, no, 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 no. It's, it's mostly sad. and and heck, I love Martin Freeman. He's fantastic. Oh, he's great. And 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 I have to say, Dara. I, I really, I love Dara, and I think of you as Dara. So I'm going to give, I'm going to give that my vote. No, for honey, Dara that's a for, cartoon. For, for, that's a cartoon. Yeah, so, I know. I've seen it. Daria. First Daria. 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 But all right, then. It, if it's not Daria, then it's definitely Jennifer Lawrence. We're going with Jennifer. Those are very I, different I, people. Like J Law. J Law. <laughs> I would fight shoulder to shoulder with you any day in Zone Three. Aww. Now, now you guys are just talking clicks and whistles. I don't even know what you're talking about. He's complimenting me, is what he's doing, because I'm the pretty one. So of well, course what is that's the zone what he's going to do. Um, <laughs> he's talking about the Hunger Games. Um, yeah, I think that's that just one with the kids in it. Nah, where the teens kill each other. Yes. Okay. All right. I'll I'll accept that compliment, but yeah, I've been called Daria since I was in high school, so I I can see that as well. Um, but yeah, all right. So I I think I already made my vote for you, Mr. Brown. Like you would be uh, 
younger Clint Eastwood. Uh, and because yeah, I don't know who else would play either of you. I think Michael Stipe. No, maybe not. Do you need to well, Michael Stipe? My, Michael Stipe's not really an actor. Like I, I'm gonna agree with the Martin Freeman for you just because yeah. Sean Connery is so. Like, well, no, again, he's this old ass Scottish man, and well, he, he would was be super awesome. beautiful back when he was young. <laughs> See, yeah. That's what I'm saying. I don't think you get the the point of the game. Is is it's like it's it but, could, it could be anyone. I could have picked Mr. T. And with all due respect, <laughs> I just I just don't see it. So my vote for you is also Martin Freeman. But, right. but Martin Freeman's good looking oh, dude. I'm totally he's down funny. With that. Yeah. He's he's pithy, as Adam said. Um, so what's your vote for me, Jason? Oh, uh, because y'all both voted. Aubrey so. Plaza. Uh, April from Parks and Recreation. Yeah. Okay. Cool. Yeah. I, I'll accept that. Yeah. I all, wish all I, beautiful ladies. I wish. You, I that. wish to God she would come back and make movies and stuff. Yeah, I like know? her a lot. Uh, she actually got come mad on at Michael Sarah. Come on, Netflix, give her a series. She got mad at Michael Sarah on um, uh, the red carpet in a situation because y'all brought up Michael Sarah, uh, where he just he was, in, of, he was in Twin Peaks. He was in the new Twin Peaks. Of course he was. Um, of course you know that. But he like he just sort of grabbed her or nudged her or something, and she lost her mind on him. She was like, "Don't effing do that!" Like she she screamed at him on the red carpet while they were being interviewed. So I I don't know what Michael Sarah could possibly do to insult or piss off anyone because he's that's weird. Yeah, I don't I don't really see that. But yeah, she lost her mind on him. So um, that being said, Robin Hood. <laughs> so final thoughts still, gentlemen still got another hour left no that. yeah it's and, still going yeah. on so we're, we're still uh, we're i going. think I've, i think i've said everything that i can say about it i think everyone knows okay where that's i'm fine. at on it that's fine adam anything else yeah i'm all used up i'm all used up man i can't yeah. say anymore <sighs> Well, back to you Darth. you both are the worst and i'm mad at both of you uh because there's a great uh there are just so many little jokes and payoffs in this movie that I don't think y'all respected or liked. And that's, you know, that's fine. Once again, that makes a, you know, contention makes a great episode. So, okay. But yeah, we're at the end. Uh, Alan Rickman dies. Yeah. And Robin is the one who kills him with his own dagger that, oh, that's the one thing we didn't mention. Marion contributes uh, the dagger that the sheriff gave her to Robin's need for his people, but he pockets it. Mm -hmm. And that's what he kills the sheriff with. So there, you know, another nice little turn, another nice little payoff, but it's just, this is a movie that I adore. I will always adore. So hindsighters, I'm sorry that we didn't really talk about it. (laughs) I think we covered it pretty good. Well, of course you think that, but, um, yeah, we, we gave it more airtime than we should have. Sorry, Jared. You're just mad. You're brave right now because you're in your bunker. Wait, wait till I see you next time. <laughs> wait. <laughs> well, I'll be much more modest when we're together, mm-hmm. for sure. Well, having said all of that, mm-hmm. uh, and again, understanding that you guys are still locked in your your respective quarantine zones, and we we appreciate the fact that you're taking some of your quarantine time out to listen to us. <laughs> so thank you for spending your we daytime. Do, we do appreciate. Yeah, that. your daytime, your nighttime, your quarantine time, your panicking time, your, your quarantine. Yeah, your 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 <laughs> your watching the news and rocking back and forth and softly whimpering to yourself time, and. Uh, we're going to be here again. We'll be right back here next week we and will. we'll have something else to talk about. And so we hope that you will be back here with us also. Please find us on the social mediums and we appreciate each and every one of you. Stay tuned. Stay safe. 
This has been Hindsight and good night.